I'll hit record. Looks like. I, I'm All right, I'm recording. I'm good. I'm on top of it today. Mm -hmm. Had to be, because things happened. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> okay. So that's recording, and then we're gonna go live, and then we'll do the three, two, one. Don't clap. forget to full screen. <laughs> Welcome to the Hunters Hub. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-host Pan. How we doing? I'm doing great tonight. How about you? Uh, surprisingly good. We had, uh, we had a fancy curveball thrown at us, so, um, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit. And, uh, uh, our guest, uh, Vulgar Latin. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Glad I could be here. Yeah, thank you for filling in on extremely short notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I'm... a different guy. <laughs> Steve. What? <laughs> Steve in the, in the chat said, That's a different guy. Yeah, no shit, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we'll get a little bit into this. Um, as to, as to why we don't have Morg, uh, we have Vulgar Latin here, and we hadn't planned on having a guest, is uh, Morg is no longer with us. Um, he has... He is what? still with us. He, he, he's not dead, is he? <laughs> he is no longer with uh, the podcast. He, he left the... Po he, he went on to do different projects, is how you put that, I believe. No longer with well, us okay. implied that he got let, hit by a train. Let me explain. <laughs> let me Let me explain. Because it, it did feel like getting hit by a train. Because uh, his his uh, his statement was, "I am quitting video games altogether," and we are uh, because of that. I can't participate in the show, which makes sense. I'm just a little surprised by the quitting video games altogether. Um, but hey, um, he says he's got to do it for his own personal direction in life, and more power to him. But so we have to uh, adjust. Because, uh, you know, he's not going to be here. Yeah. So, uh, for the for the time being, we're going to try to fill the space, fill the void with various uh, guests until we find someone who fits the show, who can also commit to every Saturday night for the rest of forever. Yes. I'm not sure about forever, but wouldn't that be amazing if we have, like, an 80-year <laughs> podcast? We're all just forever wrinkled. We're just old and decrepit. Forever, ever? <laughs> Ever and ever. <laughs> we, we pass it down. Blood in, blood like, out. Long just, ago, in a distant land, a podcast was formed. <laughs> an ancient podcast was formed. Four strangers met in a bar. It consists of crystals. <laughs> an earth crystal, a fire crystal, water, and a heart crystal. And, but and then the fire was... crystal attacked. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and then everything was peaceful until the fire crystal attacked. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Pan, did you see it? I I tagged you. The voice actor for Prince oh, Zuko. Yes. 
is... Yes, and that's very off-putting to Steve. Is Rufio? Okay. Yes, he is Rufio. Yeah. He's been saying that for years. He's Rufio. What? Is he? Yes. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Okay, so Rufio is playing the Ace Cadet in the upcoming Netflix Monster Hunters uh, Legends of the Guild series. So excited! I, I'm pretty hyped for that. Um, I'm sorry, Devin, we're going to shut you out for just a sec here while we talk about this. I'm pretty hyped for it. Um, I like all the memes that's on r slash Monster Hunter about it. All of the, like, yes Drake, no Drake memes regarding that and Monster Hunter the movie. Hmm. And I, think I have it's, not seen these. Yeah, based on the trailer, I think it's going to be everything that we all wanted the Monster Hunter movie to be. That's fair. Um, they do stab the shit out of a Velocidrome. Holy cow. It's like, hey, Velocidrome, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just just sword through the neck. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. man. I love okay. that I love that the girl in the background is wearing the butterfly armor. Yes. Yeah, I did I did notice that. That's a that's a very popular female armor that uh isn't isn't the uh fishnets or Kirin. It's a good armor set and it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh tonight's topic tonight's topic is gonna be uh well, how do we phrase it? Introductions or our favorite video game introductions, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, each of us picked our top five video game series and our experience with our first entry into those series, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We had to pick a non-Monster Hunter topic so that Vulgar Latin could uh, participate. I've played Monster Hunter World. That's fine. That's fine. That's it. That's all I got. I, I made that's my fine. I made my cat chairman meow. And he looked like uh, Megaman. Solid, solid pun. <laughs> also, good armor set. Yeah. Did you? Uh, did, how far did you get in it? I'm just curious. We beat the boss. Uh, what was that guy? Like it was a big. And then it was like, okay, well now you can play the game. Was it a blue dragon or was it a black dragon? It was a big blue dragon. Xenojiva yeah. then probably. So yeah, you got Xenojiva down. That's awesome. That's yeah. pretty far. Most used, people don't do that. I used my bow. And, uh, yeah, uh, named my guy Oliver, uh, after the green arrow and yeah. Hey, that's a good one. <laughs> but that's Speaking all I got. Of which, um, Pan, I'm surprised you haven't picked this up yet. Have you, stories. Have you not, do you not plan on picking it up? I'm still playing Hades. I a saw. lot. That's why I asked. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I saw. That's why I asked. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, Skyward Sword is also yelling at me, so is Pokemon Snap. Uh, true. I did pick up Skyward Sword. I am going... To, I don't know when I'm playing Skyward Sword. I just don't know. I'll I don't buy, know when it's happening. I'll buy my next video game when I'm bored of Hades. Okay. It'll so. take a few months, probably. Well, I have been playing Stories. I am not finished it with it yet. I've only had it... For, I mean, I've only got to start... Today's a week that I've been playing it. Um, I did have it pre-ordered, but unfortunately, I could not pick it up on launch day. It was not possible. I just had so much work. <laughs> oh, I was I was wondering if uh, the distributor fucked over your video game guy again. No, 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 no. 
That's happened once. Uh, that's happened exactly once. Unfortunately, it was for, like, the biggest special edition game of the year for me. But, hey, it happens. Um, so, uh, video game introductions. Um, sorry, I just I wanted to talk a little about stories. I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, it's, it's fun riding a Diablos around. And, oh, by the way, for people who have been listening and wondering, I am no longer doing an all herbivore run. Screw that. They're all power monsters. In the rock, paper, scissors of power, speed, and technical, you can't just have an entire team of power monsters. It's like you're always throwing rock every time, and people are always going <laughs> to throw paper at you. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Just keep throwing power at the problem. That's all you do. Yeah, I mean, it, it works for <laughs> a second. <laughs> it works for a second. So, um... Uh... The, uh sorry. I had to look at the name again. I'm totally sorry. Vulgar Latin. How do how do you want us to refer to you as vulgar Latin? Vulgar Latin. Uh, you, a lot of people just call me vulgar. Uh, that's that's fine by me. So <laughs> I might okay. I might slip up and use your true name. Oh yeah. Well, don't use that. Then the wizards have power over me. Right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So vulgar. Um, so why don't you uh, start us off on your uh, a memorable intro to a video game? Sure. So uh, let me take you back to uh, the glorious early nineties. And, uh, mm. let's, let's assume you are four or five years old and you go to a quick shop in rural Nebraska. And in that quick shop, you find an arcade cabinet and you put in quarters and you play mortal Kombat. mortal Kombat mm. <laughs> uh, left a, uh, big impression on me. Uh, ever since then, I have played pretty much all of them. The dazzling, the dizzying highs, the terrifying lows, and the creamy middles. All of the Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> and it all starts with, with Mortal Kombat 1, that first arcade cabinet. Uh, mm-hmm. I picked Raiden, because I, I don't know why I picked Raiden. Because he had a cool hat, probably. Uh, yeah, it's the rice hat. Yeah, it's, it's every time. The rice hat plays, man. And he, yeah. uh, I didn't know how to do any of the moves. Uh, and uh, I beat two characters, uh, which was a big feat for me at the time. And yeah, mm. and I got the, basically from there, yeah, I went from the Super Nintendo. Uh, uh, I could beat up all my friends. I switched to Johnny Cage because uh, he could mm. punch people in the dick. And that yes. is effective. <laughs> And hilarious. Uh, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, from there, Mortal Kombat 2, all the, the dominoes. But yeah, Mortal Kombat uh, left, a, it left a big impression, that first Mortal Kombat. And it's it's not that great in, in retrospect, but it's, it's still... I'll, I'll bang out some Mortal Kombat. I will play Mortal Kombat, so... No lie, Mortal Kombat 11... Um, you've played that one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It it's my favorite story in a video game right it's, now. It's it's way better than it has any right to be. Uh, yes. After, after Mortal Kombat Nine, they were just like, you know, what if we had story mode in our fighting game, and what if it also didn't suck? Right. Uh, yeah. And Revolutionary. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. Yeah. 
So let me, let me pull an, my uncle works at Nintendo on you yeah. and say that my uncle, for a short period of time, actually did work at Midway. Oh, and is... I got uh, Mortal Kombat 4 for free. Oh. And he's the one <laughs> that introduced the series to me with MK2. And him and my dad and my brother and I all did turn takings trying to beat uh, the, the ladders uh, on Mortal Kombat 2. So, a memorable game for me. It wasn't on my list, but that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one to, to lead off with. Mortal Kombat 2 is so hard. I've never beaten the story mode. and uh, Neither did we. No. It, <laughs> like, Kintaro is a cheating bitch. And he yes. Was... <laughs> You just yeah. can't just, do it. Just just imagine um so you know who Goro is, right, Pan? The forearm dude. Okay, now make him a tiger, and that's Kentaro. That sounds badass. Uh it is, until he creams you into like a, a soft paste oh, on the ground. He's like if you jump, he'll catch you. If you try to do a special move, he'll laugh at you. He doesn't. Yes. Uh, he can jump up higher than you can see in the air and crush you. Oh, he looks like an orc. Pretty much. Yeah, he's not the coolest though. I, I like Mintaro better, but uh, mm-hmm. that was MK3. Yes. Yeah. Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Also, also yep. great. Yeah, I think Trilogy was one of my favorites for a long time. Oh, PS1? Yeah, and you can pick the different like versions of the characters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, actually, I played that on N64, and that cost me $80 back in the day. We had, that was rough. We had the PlayStation version, and did you know that those are actually different? So, uh, yes. Yeah, the N64 has Chameleon, which is the three female ninjas, and I got... The other chameleon without a K, I think, and he could turn into the yeah. The I think was all the the ninja the the male ninjas at the same time. I think so. Yeah. 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 So I got the girl. You got the guy. There, there you go. That's the difference. Yeah. There you go. And and the terrible loading it took forever <laughs> to load up a magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That that's one thing I always hated about the PlayStation. Uh, period. Just like any playstation with load times is just terrible up until ps5 ps5 fixed it so there you go yeah. I, I don't know who else has a ps5 but <laughs> oh i'm uh i'm an xbox guy he's so. xbox ride or die uh i am the uh best so gamer the score series- in nebraska i'll have you know oh yeah. No one else has a PS5. That's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, we've had Vengeful Torture on. He has one. He he was giving us on how to get one, and uh, uh, two of the Bickering Bucks crew, including myself, have it. So we have, there's a few people that have it. If you're determined enough, uh, I'll just we're get just a, not determined here. Just get a Series X. Game Pass, man. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of good things about it, but I don't need another high-end console. You know, that's fair. Uh, I could understand that if you're just like, I already, you know, I don't need to. Yeah, That's why right. I probably won't get a PS5, because... You already got whatever you need, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't need Spider-Man that bad. Though I do need Spider-Man. I mean, I, I don't I don't need Halo. I'll just play it on the computer. It'll just come out on the computer. So. Yep. So, um, Pan. More about uh, Halo wanna... later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Pan. Okay. So, um, I've, I've told a few times the, the story of how I got my very first N64 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was Superman 64. I, I spent my last $10 on it. And I was very sad. And, very uh, rough luck. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Devin, or Vulgar Latin, I spent, I spent all summer, like, saving up for an N64, and I, I got, like, I got enough money to go get one from the pawn shop, and the pawn shop guy said he'd give me a discount on any game, so I, uh, I looked very hard at all the games he had, and I spent my last ten bucks on Superman 64, and that was the only N64 game I had for a little while, and, uh, saved up some more money, and, um, went back to the pawn shop, and I got I got uh, this game that uh, you know. Uh, in in hindsight, I, I understand why it called to me because it had a beautiful sword and shield on the front of it. Mmm. <laughs> there you go, Monster Hunter callback. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, you know Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Um, hadn't played any Zelda games before that. Uh, probably because yeah, my brothers had the Super Nintendo and. Uh, Legend of Zelda was a game about a girl, and that was gay, so my brothers wouldn't have bought it. Hmm. I mean, that's the logic that my brothers operated on, you know. So, anyways, I got this game. It looked cool. Yeah, I was trying to wrap that statement around my head. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be the opposite of gay? Like, <laughs> look, look, we're talking about we're talking about stupid teenage boys yeah, no, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> it wasn't. I was there. I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was teenager in the 2000s, not I, 90s. I right? missed being a teenager in the 90s. Uh. Well, anyways, I got uh, I got Ocarina of Time, and um, that was that was the second game I got for my N64, and I uh, took that one home, and uh, uh, you know, I plugged it in. I had no idea what it was, and opened up this cinematic of this wonderful 3D world of this fairy flying around. She's on a mission from a talking tree. Mm-hmm. This is my jam. I'm in some kind of fairy tale, and I'm l- I'm like this fairy tale kid that's got to go on an adventure. And so I, you know, I kill the spider. I try to save the tree. I don't save the tree, and that that made me actually genuinely sad. My ten year old little heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you know, there's that. You know, you you go to leave Kakarika Village or not? Not Kakarika Village. Uh, the Forest Village. Co- Kokiri yeah. Village. Kokiri Village. Kokiri. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Don't know why I got I'm those glad two you words got confused. It, I was not gonna get it. <laughs> I don't know why I got those two words confused. Um, and then I, I go out into the open world, and there's just this huge panning shot of like Hyrule Field, and I'm just like, "What the? This game is so big. There's and then so that much owl to do." Fucker stops you. And then the <laughs> owl grinds the game to a goddamn halt. <laughs> Listen. The biggest freaking party pooper, that stupid yeah. owl. Do you, do you not want me to re- to repeat myself again? Yes or no? What? what? I'd, what? I, I'd like a third option to say, whichever one gets you to shut the hell up. 
And he switches it up, too. Sometimes it's the A button. Sometimes it's the B button that makes him stop talking. Yeah. But they, they were wanna, just... Go ahead. They want to make sure you're reading. It's a reading comprehension test. It is. And a lot of people fail. <laughs> Including me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's yeah, I know. I've heard that story uh myself, but that is a good one. A uh, very good introduction to a game of of utter disappointment to <laughs> fantastical wonderment. We had we went from the pits of the N64 to the height. So so you would say it's slightly better than Superman 64. Like, yes. It was uh, an improvement. Slight, yeah. Yes. It was a okay. strict improvement. Uh, I wouldn't use the word slightly. <laughs> it was um, marginally better. Uh, than, maybe like catastrophically, than, astronomically. Than Titus's like magnum opus. <laughs> French developer Titus and their magnum opus, The Stunning Heights of Superman 64. Come on now. <laughs> I've never played that game, but I have watched a lot of videos about it, and I have no interest. Uh, you know what? I played it really hard for about two weeks back in 1999. Yeah. Because it was the only I, video game I had. I was... Yeah. I really wanted that game as a kid. I actually had the catalogs, and I was like, Superman, I love this show. What could go wrong? Yeah, you're going to fly around and laser shit and everything. That sounds like a great game. Lots. Lots can go wrong, Devin. Lots. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, you know, a similar story. This isn't one of my picks because it's a, it's a bad one. Um, but I, I had the, the old um, tell your parents slash grandma what you want for Christmas and they get you the wrong thing kind of deal. Oh. Um, so I had played NBA Jam before and loved NBA Jam. Oh, no. And then... Uh, I got instead Tecmo Basketball All-Star, which is, like, as close as you could get to, like, a realistic version of of, of basketball. And it was, like, five people on the court, and it was really confusing to control, and you would get benched for fouls. So, like, and here I am, like NBA Jam, you're, like, you're so used to just pushing people and doing the, get the get the thing out of the way it was so cool and then you get to play tecmo basketball star or whatever it is and it's just like no this is not it this is not the game we're looking for could have been could have been bill lambeer's combat basketball i guess nice (laughs) (laughs) um so the first one on my list i'm gonna get out of the way i've done this story several times which is monster hunter pan's already bored (laughs) She's heard this one a lot. Um, Tell but... me more about this monster hunter that you speak of. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, this is the original PS2 version. Um, and my friend uh, had a PlayStation Underground subscription, which means he got to do some demo discs on PS2. And um, he got Monster Hunter. And he was like, he was like, yo, champ, you, you got to try this. And I was like, no, I don't. It looks like Cloud with a buster sword. This is anime bullshit. I'm out. <laughs> I like I like the thought of you making fun of the great sword. I know, right? Being a great sword maiden now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um I was like, "No, this is this is this looks terrible." And then he was like, "No, no, no. Trust me. 
You'll like it. So you know what? I trusted him. I bought it, spent all my Christmas money on it in 2004. <laughs> so I technically did start in the first year of Monster Hunter at <laughs> Christmas within one week of the year ending. Um, and uh, I popped it in. I connected online after doing the crazy, weird tutorial of gathering meat from an Aptonoth. And uh, <laughs> uh, it was really rough. <laughs> like, I was like, what am I doing here? Old Monster but, Hunter does not want you to like it. No, it doesn't. Um, so, for uh, so for reference, Vulgar, um, you controlled the attacks with the right stick of the DualShock Pro. Like, <laughs> you swung it? Like, you just, yes. like... Up was forward attack, left and right was, like, mid-attack, and down was like a power attack essentially but why <laughs> exactly <laughs> but why <laughs> yeah that didn't survive that control scheme was gone as soon as it went to PSP um, so uh, <laughs> I get into the first quest online and I'm in the jungle and I run into the jungle, and there's a giant, like, yellow and orange chicken running at me, screaming, shooting fireballs to the left and right. And I'm like, what is that? And it hits me, and I roll. And I roll, and I zone out. And uh, old, older Monster Hunter fans know what zoning out is. Uh, this wouldn't happen in world, but you could get knocked out of a room, and you'd have to go through a loading screen, and you'd load into the next room. <laughs> so I was like... Oh, what God. was that? And I was in love, like immediately. Uh, and it's because of the monster design. And I, like I played that quest. We kill. We killed the one uh, cut Q. Uh, I was definitely being carried by my friends because I only had the starter gear. Um, and then uh, we played a couple more hunts, which was like gathering herbs and stuff like that. And then I had to put the game down for a week and a half. So I didn't get to play it again until the next year because we got to Georgia for a family vacation and I wasn't allowed to bring my PlayStation. So I sat there thinking about that game for a week and a half and then I played the crap out of that game. That is my most played Monster Hunter game sitting at 2,500 hours. <laughs> Damn. And 1,100 yeah. of those hours are spent gathering resources. Probably. Or, I'll, I would say, that or waiting for people to come online and just dicking around in the online lobby. Oh, shit. No, I do not miss that. I, that's no. why I couldn't go back. That's why I couldn't go back to Monster Hunter XX or whatever we called it on Switch. Oh, Double Cross, which would have been Gen Ultimate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's why I couldn't go back. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's rough sometimes. Um, but... That's, uh, that's my number one, so we'll wrap back around Vulgar. All right. Well, I mean, I kind of teased it anyway, but uh, yeah. let's, let's talk about Halo. Let's, let's, let's bring that let's. in. Let's talk about Halo. So my first time playing Halo was in a LAN, basically. I'd never played oh. Halo before. Multiple. The best way to start playing Halo. Yeah. So Cream I believe, of the crop. Okay. Four out of, like, it's four on four, two Xboxes, local area, two TVs. Ooh. 
Prisoner with Rockets, I believe, was the first actual, and that was... Jeez! <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I uh, I didn't start with... So Halo, uh, the first Halo, uh, is not the one that got me like really hooked. That was Halo 2. I got that for Christmas with an Xbox. Um, but Halo 1 and 2 uh, left a big mark on my teenage years. Summers, entire oh, yeah. nights spent local playing we played local we had a group of people we would just play uh all night regular halo uh that was good and even still to this day like i don't play the multiplayer as much anymore because i'm like old and drunk or whatever but i still (laughs) not as not as many friends playing i think is the better answer (laughs) oh yeah sure let's go with that um but i'll still pop on like the master chief collection and reach and all that but Man, the the oh, land, land parties with with Halo were a treat. I uh, I enjoyed those a lot. That's mm, Chef's kiss. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think the the height of a uh, height of that for me in high school was Halo Two. Two, um, yeah, Two's probably uh, my favorite. Well, Reach, Reach, and Two. Yeah, they nailed yeah, it. Yeah, Reach is my favorite as well. We're, we're on the same page about yeah. the Halo stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like this. Um, yeah, Halo Reach nails it. it is, is it nice to have a shooter fan back on the podcast for once, Fortwan? <laughs> yes, it is. It oh, very much is. <laughs> I, I play just about everything, but yeah, the, the, the Halo man, oh, and even in college we'd play it. It was, it was fun. That's, oh. Yeah. Oh. I'd go back so and do that. I, uh, I pulled an all-nighter um, playing Halo 2 with one of my friends, uh, a couple of my friends' uh, land party at uh, my buddy's place. And I gave myself exactly one hour of sleep before I had to go drive an hour and a half to class oh. um, <laughs> on a Friday. Thankfully, I didn't have to work that day. College um, decisions. <laughs> yes. Oh. And I lived I lived an hour and a half away from class. I, I lived at home when I went to college, and I drove. And so I give myself it was an hour, hour and a half, maybe a half hour. I don't remember. It was not a lot of time. I slept with my contacts in. Like, it was so bad. Um, That's the- like, I just... I just... So many bad decisions that day. <laughs> um that was also the night that I played is nothing but the uh, yellow suit. Uh, I, I played this bright yellow suit, and I called myself Banana Douche. And I was just, like, <laughs> murdering people all day. And it's like, like, Banana Douche double kill. Banana Douche triple kill. <laughs> so, like, I was being a stupid teenager, like we said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think I was probably 19 and then um, I drove to class and there was a there was a halfway to uh, to the school there was a truck accident as in like a a tanker oil tanker just fell over in the freeway 45 minute detour so I had to get around traffic jam and everything Got to class 45 minutes late. Sat down. Only my friend Brian's in the room. And he's like, hey, class is canceled. Oh. And I had stayed up all night. Drove all this way. 
like loaded up on caffeine and sugar so I could get through this class. And you he's could... just like, class is canceled. And I sat down and I was like, the fuck? You <laughs> <laughs> could have just skipped class and played more Halo. I know. <laughs> I could have just not gone. And, oh, man. So him and I stayed there in our laptops. We played Guild Wars together for a couple hours. And I went nice. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh man, that was a rough day. Uh, so yeah, it sounds like a rough day. Uh, I mean, if it was fun, but it was also rough. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I made it home. That was the. I'm pretty sure that was the day that I was dozing off while driving home, and I just don't remember a good 45 minutes of the drive home. I'm just like, like you know how sometimes you kind of zone out when you're driving, especially if you're tired, and then like. I suddenly like mentally woke back up and I'm like, why am I 10 minutes from home? I have no memory of this place. I don't. (laughs) Where the fuck am I? No, I knew where I was, but I was like, I, the last thing I remember is basically where the tanker went down. And I was like, oh, I don't know how I autopiloted that long. That's dangerous. Spoilers for later on in my life. I did fall asleep while driving and get in a wreck. Later on, but that was uh, overworked, not staying up playing Halo. <laughs> that uh, uh, back when back when my son was uh, very very young, like mm-hmm. first couple months old, I was I, I was still on maternity leave. That was it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I was working for a super small business, and we had physical paychecks. So I was I was getting maternity. <laughs> yeah, I was getting maternity pay, and I had to go pick up my physical paycheck. Oh, okay. and uh, the thing is, I only lived about ten minutes from the store, so put the baby to sleep, and Steve goes to take a nap, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go pick up my paycheck, and the next thing I know, I'm pulling into the parking lot at you the just, phones at the shop. No, just looking mm-hmm. at you, just fast traveled to the store. Apparently, <laughs> yes. I used to call it teleporting to the girls. They're like, Daddy, where are we? I was like, You just teleported. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just fast traveling. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You just you just teleported. It's good. That, um, that was terrifying. <laughs> Teleporting is terrifying. Yeah, as yeah. an adult, it is. As a kid, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Halo, uh, one and two, I suppose, right? Halo, Halo. <laughs> Got to get that joke in. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Pan, what's your uh, second game? Uh, hang on, I have the list on my phone. Mine's on Notepad, and that's why you guys can actually see me today. Mine's uh, in my brain. I, I just kind of had to <laughs> think on my feet. Hey, oh, yeah. Elder Scrolls. I close it. There you go. So I'm dark. Okay. Uh, picture it. Nebraska. 2000, mm-hmm. circa 2004, 2005. I'm a fresh-faced... never been to Nebraska. <laughs> well, it's a good life. It, a cornfield. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Northern Ohio, I get it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, um, so I had, uh, I had my own laptop, uh, it's a long... It, it's a long story how I got that laptop, but I, I had my very own laptop at 15, and it was mm-hmm. my prized possession. And I was going to get into some computer games. 
because that is what Ooh. I was like, you know what? My mom uh, heavily regulated what video games we played on our consoles uh, because she could see what was on the TV. But if, if I had it on my laptop, she couldn't tell me uh, if it was bad and I couldn't play it. And uh, I heard a lot about heard a lot of buzz about this game Morrowind uh, on uh, on GameFAQs forums. So I saved up my money and waited till uh, there was some time at the mall where she was too busy with my little sisters to go watch what I was buying at GameStop. And I went into the GameStop and I bought this Morrowind Game of the Year edition. Installed it oh, on yeah. my laptop. And uh, here's the thing about 15, 16 year old me. I was homeschooled. My mom did a bad job of homeschooling me. I had way more free time than most people. Like, yeah. if you imagine the amount of free time you had during the quarantine, but stretch that out to two years. Except you mm -hmm. didn't have free time because your, your business didn't actually stop. No, we boomed. We boomed big, and I'm still suffering from it. <laughs> well, dear listeners... Yes. From from the age of about from the age of about uh, fourteen to the nineteen, I did fuck all except play video games. And uh, one of those video games was Morrowind. Uh, so, anyways, I boot that game up, and ooh, I get to be any kind of elf I want, or I could be a cat person. Oh my god, cat people are so cool! I'm gonna be a cat person. Khajiit. Khajiit yeah. like to sneak. Yeah, but then I noticed that the stats on the Argonians were way better, and they could breathe water. And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck being a cat person. I'll be a lizard." I was a Nord. Mm -hmm. I, I picked Nord all the way. I did Argonians because I liked reptiles. So I did my first playthrough. I was an Argonian, uh, purely for the stats. Mm -hmm. But then after every playthrough after that, I was a Dunmer because it seemed to me that Dunmer Jesus should be a Dunmer. Uh, when I played on the Xbox, it was uh, it was a Khajiit named uh, uh, Lion-O. Yeah, and then every other uh, Elder Scrolls games, I make a Khajiit. And so I've had Panthro and Tigra. And unfortunately, mm. I'm, I'm getting to Snarf or Chitara next. God I'd go with us. Chitara. Mm. I'd go with Chitara. <laughs> I, I can handle her more than Snarf. <laughs> or Kit or Cat. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd go with Snarf. <laughs> Screw Kit. <laughs> Fuck Kit. God. 80s cartoons, Little Brothers. Oh, no. Oh, like the barbarian from the D&D cartoon. Oh, fuck that kid. I hate him. <laughs> oh. So, anyways, uh, imagine my surprise when, you know, I, I finally, like, I get busted out of jail. Because uh, that's what happens in every Elder Scrolls game at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I go work for this guy, and I find out that I can steal every goddamn thing on the planet. Oh, yeah. I had never experienced that in a video game. My previous experience with this type of video game was like Zelda. Yes. There was a Were jump like button. You could touch anything in the universe and move it around. And if you jumped, you got better at jumping. Yeah, I figured that out like 20 minutes in, where if I just constantly hopped everywhere, I could up my acrobatics real easy, and then I could mm -hmm. hop higher and higher until you could hop like, until you could do like a 10-foot high jump. <laughs> it was wonderful. I, uh, I did not enjoy how they f fixed that in Skyrim. The, the Me neither. 
the appeal of Morrowind is that it is so broken. <laughs> yes. To me anymore. Yes. It you can break it the more you know about it. And then then I saw this other disc that came with my Game of the Year edition called the Elder Scrolls Construction Set. Oh. Yeah, and I'll talk about that whenever we talk about uh, modi- mods and video games. Yes. Yeah, that is yeah, that is a that's a big thing. I Oh yeah. I had that. I didn't use it, but I had it. Oh, I used the crap out of it. You had a lot more time than me. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I no. was uh I was in school trying to get a girlfriend at that age. It didn't work. <laughs> no. No, mm. I was uh I was in my I was in my basement bedroom playing Morrowind for like eight hours a day for two years. I never did I... become head of the church. <laughs> oh, I did. I I became the head of like every. Ha- I I did everything everything in Morrowind. I got to the part where they're like, you have to get up to here, but you can't talk to anybody, and I was like, I don't know if religion's for me anymore. <laughs> Not allowed to talk to anybody. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> For sure. It's a big map. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. I just I just wish I could stand and look at it to look at it anymore so I could go back and play it. But I really just the graphics hurt my eyes now. The a lot of the mechanics and stuff are really like Oh yeah, wait, you can't I don't know how to use daggers, so I can just swing in the air wildly, and they'll just keep missing the crab and the the sky. The sky racers are the devil. The cliff racers can fuck right off. The cliff racers, yeah. No, there's a in Skyrim. There is, uh, well, in the lore of Oblivion, there is this Dunmer who became a saint because he killed every sky racer in Morrowind. It's the prisoner that and- you <laughs> met in the in the ship. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's in Skyrim. Yeah, you can meet his ghost in Skyrim. Yeah. Oh no! Jube, yeah. Jayub is his name. Jube. It's like J I B. Yeah. Jube. Okay. I I did not know that. I didn't put a. I will say I played. I didn't play Oblivion until after Skyrim, but I did play a lot of Morrowind. But I didn't get into Morrowind. Like I, I played it. I goofed around. I stole stuff. And I never got beyond like I don't know, like level ten or something like that. Like Saint Jeob the Eradicator. Yep. Fitting name. That's his name. Um, there was. I, I imagine, <laughs> just to give you a break while you sneeze. Bless um, you. I imagine <laughs> when you were, uh, when you were in the store secretly buying Morrowind, it was like one of those heist movies where you're like. <laughs> Is she here? All right, all right. I need this game real quick. And the 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 person behind the counter is just like, okay, it's just a game. Uh, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. I was expecting some sort of secret clandestine drug deal. Like, hey man, you got the stuff? No, I no. Know. I like grab it. I like. I looked around. I saw her go into the KB Toys with my sister, and I uh, I grab the thing. I grab Morrowind off the shelf. I give it to the guy. I'm like, okay, I gotta buy this quick. <laughs> I only have thirty seconds. <laughs> and then I like I whip the money out. I whip the money out onto the counter. I had it like pre-counted in my pocket, so I could just go bam. Keep it. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I 
stuffed then I stuffed the box into my purse so that my mom wouldn't see that I bought something. Hmm. See, that's a, that's a that's a big advantage that ladies have as a purse. <laughs> I, I need. I, I need took to all normalize. The, I took all the purse. stuff out of it. I took all the stuff out of it so I could fit the box in there that day. <laughs> yep. As it, this is this is why I carry a messenger bag. Purse. <laughs> 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 I can't even respond. <laughs> I actually, I only do that when I go to Magic and stuff. I don't just carry a messenger bag everywhere. Although I do carry a lot of laptop bags when I go to work. We we now carry around five laptops. We had <laughs> we had a uh, a series of is the code on this laptop game? Uh, <laughs> <Thursday>. <laughs> It was like an old project from like 2017. I wasn't even with the company at the time, so I was just guessing. Like, okay, is it on this one? Is it on this one? Turns out it was on none of them. <laughs> so uh, we had to uh, get the the program through resurrecting their hard drive from the dead. Which is amazing. Start start drawing the summoning circle. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it was funny because, like, everyone had thought they had met me before, but they all met my brother. So this guy comes up and he's like, he, like, pushes my shoulder. He's like, how you doing, Chance? And I'm like, I'm not Chance. <laughs> I'm Sham. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I've, I've never seen your brother. I've heard him. He sounds very different from you, but I don't he, know if he looks different. He, he looks different. Um, okay. A little. He's a lot taller than me. Who's that? Because, like, with Vulgar, I've met, I've seen, I've met one of his brothers, and I've seen pictures of his other brothers. I would not, I would not uh, be surprised if, like, a stranger mistook one of Devin's brothers for a different mem member of his family. I, even though, uh, Vulgar Latin. does, <laughs> even though Chance does event quests with me on, on uh, this, this, uh, umbrella of the Hunter's Hub, uh, I doubt anyone will ever see his face. <laughs> He's just not that way. That, um, yeah, that's fine. So, um, Morrowind. Okay, it was your number two. It was a, it was a nice Mission Impossible story. <laughs> um, I'm going to have a complete opposite um, with Doom. Yeah, your dad, your dad made you play it at three years old or some shit, didn't he? It, I was five when it came out. <laughs> I was five. And uh, he didn't make me play it. So, um, I, I, was a, I was a kid that was prone to uh, nightmares, overactive in imagination and stuff, right? Uh, I, had, um, I had a lot of nightmares about Mario. Except I wasn't Mario, I was the Goombas, and Mario was squishing me to death all the time. Um... <gasps> But I persevered. I love video games, so and uh, might be why I identify with monsters more than heroes in games. But whatever. So one night, I start hearing what I feel is screaming, people dying. Um. So I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. So I wake up my brother. I'm in the top bunk. My brother's in the bottom bunk, and we stealth crawl through the living room 
into what we called the middle room. So there was like this, imagine, so the house was like in a U. I had to, I had to visually describe this. So we had the kitchen, which connected to the bathroom, which like beside the bathroom was the master bedroom and then our bedroom. And he went forward to the living room. But inside of that U shape is this big T shaped room called the middle room. And along the walls of that room are four computers. Um, because my that's, dad. That's an impressive it. number of computers for the early 90s. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, my, my dad is an electrical engineer. And he was owned his own business at this time, by the way. So he was actually, you know, coding and programming stuff, you know, since I was a kid. So he had computers all the time. I grew up with computers in the house. So it's just, it was just a normal thing for me. So we sneak into the middle room to see my mom sitting next to my dad playing on what we used to call the small, the medium, and the large computer based on their monitor size. Being little kids, <laughs> you don't really know that the computer is the tower, right? So they're all essentially the same size, but we called it the small, the medium, and the large based on the screen. Mom yeah. on the middle computer, dad on the big computer playing Doom. And co-op with my uncle, who's across the, the uh, driveway via a land cable that they had dug out and buried. And so they were playing three-player co-op of Doom, this brand-new game. This is the same uh, Mortal Kombat uncle, right? No. Different one. Um, okay. Mortal Kombat uncle lives in uh, Chicago, which is where Midway was. Um, this one lives nearby. He's, uh, well, I, I, I assume so, since he was playing by buried land cable in the yard. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, my dad has an older brother and a younger brother. The older brother lives near us, and the younger brother's one in Chicago. And um, so we, <laughs> they're playing together, and we just watch them for, like, three hours. We're like, what is this? Right? So we didn't want to get in trouble for staying up, right? So then... That's wonderful. Uh, we sneak back into our beds, go to sleep, and then during the day, we ask Dad, we're like, hey, can we play on the middle computer? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. Sure. So we get on the middle computer, and we start hunting for wherever this Doom game is. By the way, we still had DOS. You still had to boot things through DOS in these days. So we had a dual boot system of Windows 95 and DOS. <laughs> so I would have to go. I already knew how to boot up games, so I would go into DOS, and I was like, uh, DOS, and then like a C colon dir, and like games dir, and it it'd like fill up the whole thing, and I'm like, alright, uh, I didn't know what the name of the game was, and I was like five or six, so reading was out of the question, so I was like Carry on, I'll BRB. Yep. And, uh, I, uh, I went through one by one copying what was on the screen, hitting enter, and seeing what booted up. No, I played that one before. <laughs> no, I played that one before. Can't be that. No, I played that one before. It's not Commander. And then Keith. eventually, <laughs> yeah, eventually I play. I hit Doom, and then Dad walks in and is like, "Hey, uh, what are you doing? Like, we want we we, uh, we we wanted to play a game." <laughs> so we ended up eventually just playing Doom, but <laughs> uh, and it was. It was fun. Uh, I didn't get to play it too often because they're like, no, it's too violent for you. Uh, but then eventually that wore off 
uh, and I got to play it. And I, I don't remember. The funny thing is, I remember that story, but I don't remember when I got to start playing it regularly. I just don't. It just, like, became a thing. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing Doom since it came out, but, like, I don't, like, and I never stopped. I still play it. <laughs> Doom holds up. Like, it is. It does. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm a fan of uh, two more. I think two, like, it's this is a recurring theme, I think, in most video games. Where oh, the yeah. second one is, like, way better. The super shotgun is probably one of the best weapons that ever existed in video games. Uh, yes. Fight me. For but sure. <laughs> the super shotgun no, I agree. is the most satisfying thing in, in existence. I love that thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I love it. Uh, so, so yeah, like I still play it to, uh, to this day. I still play mods. I was actually uh, that we do a, a thing. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure if you you know vulgar too much about the other shows I do, but we do one called Bickering Bucks with me and a couple buddies from college, and we basically do a video game book club, and we all three of us toss a game into the hat and vote on what game's going to come up next. And I my toss in for this this month or this go around because it's not just a month was uh, a new mod for doom so i'm still playing it and there's like oh, i haven't played this one yet and i want to save it for the bickering bucks because they've never <laughs> played classic doom and i want to make them play classic doom with a mod and yeah uh you need to pl- make the bickering bucks play classic doom on a pregnancy test yeah or a ti-84 that's mm. basic bullshit no you can do it on a pregnancy test now Oh, that's yeah. Or a uh, mine, or a Minecraft running the, with I switches. I think the pregnancy test is literally because you can, not because it's good. <laughs> no, of course not. It's because you can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was just you know going to introduce them to some modern modding stuff and get into it, but we'll get into that in the modding episode, which we're alluding to, which is probably next week. She's so, foreshadowing. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't. Sometimes we're just like we don't know what we're doing. Just come back next week. It'll be fun. <laughs> but then we have three good ideas in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so vulgar, you're number three. Sure. So I'm gonna take us back to the grand old Halcyon days of the Sony PlayStation. Okay. With a uh, uh, a title that. Uh, a lot of you probably are familiar with Resident Evil. I can, I can hear the disc skipping now. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the majestic voice acting with you, Jill, the master of unlocking. You know, uh, Steve got uh, Legend of Dragoon on his PlayStation TV, and it still plays like the original PlayStation load, like logo sound. That's a nostalgic sound. Good lord, did I have a flashback when that booted up. For half a second, for half a second, I was ten years old again. I, yeah. It's been a while since I've played the original Resident Evil. Uh, Anymore, Mm -hmm. if I was to play Resident Evil 1, I'll play the remake, uh, which is uh, the GameCube. Like an insane person. Everyone else, (laughs) probably. There's no reason for you to dust off your PlayStation and put in resident evil but i didn't have a choice this was the the style at the time yes um 
Thank God someone else will know the onion on my belt joke now. Yeah. So we uh, we had it. We had a PlayStation. And yeah, Resident Evil for the time, and I'm thinking this is 1995, 1996. I cannot be much more older than seven or so was mm-hmm. terrifying. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 96. Yeah, 1996. Couldn't, yeah. So that would put me at about seven or eight, depending. Terrifying. Zombies. Mm-hmm. The, that dog hallway where they jump through the window is still scary. The And, and they had the live action, which blew my mind at the time. you telling me the video games could have a live action sequence? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we played a ton of it and this was before i could just go on the internet and look up exactly where i needed to go and how to solve the rather obtuse puzzles at times Uh, happypuppy.com that's where i got my resident evil 2 cheats yeah still remember it well yeah and i I've, i've kept up Somewhat. I don't have, uh, I have not played seven as much because I'm a big wuss and that one scares me and I have not played eight. <laughs> but, uh, I, I need to. I need to go back. But the, that first one, just heaps of nostalgia for me. Uh, I love it. It's good. Uh, I did actually end up beating the game as Jill and then when it came back on the GameCube, I did beat the game again as Chris. So I've done it, but it's, Highly recommend it. The remake is still holds up. Like I got the Xbox version, it's still good, which is weird. It's a GameCube game. It shouldn't look this good, but it does. It looks really good. And the game there's is... there's some that are just amazing. Um, it's it's the pre-rendered backgrounds I think that really kind of sells it. But it's the the survival horror aspect, which was not. It was very novel mm-hmm. when I played it the first time, uh, which. You know, later games strayed from and then got back to. It's puzzle solving and kind of terror. It's a good Halloween game. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Playthrough is Jill. She's the master of unlocking. Avoid becoming a Jill <laughs> sandwich. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a great time. Oh, you don't remember that? I, I was. You don't remember the? Jill? I didn't play one. Oh, I only played two. I only played two, four, and. Yeah, that's it. Two and four. It's not like Star Trek, man. You can play the odd ones. Anyway. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Those are perfectly fine. Uh, So in the first first (laughs) game, there is a room that has, like, you walk through and it's like, this is a big empty room. It's a big empty square room. What's the purpose of this? And you walk through the next room and then there's just a shotgun on the mantle. And you're like, huh. That's useful. Uh-oh. And you take the shotgun and ominously the things that are holding it lift up. And if you're like, I don't know, seven or some shit, you're just like, nah, that's weird. And then you walk backwards <laughs> to the room that it came from. And then, <laughs> and then the, uh, <laughs> then <laughs> I, I got coffee in my nose. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> And then, like, and then the uh, the roof starts falling in, and you're like on the big empty room, and then you're like, oh, that that all tracks, huh? And then you're just like, well, let's go back and put the shotgun back then. And it's like the that door's locked. It's like, well, I'm going to leave. That door's locked too. 
Like, oh, well, I'm going to die, huh? No, because Barry Burton, that sexy middle-aged man, kicks down the door and he <laughs> rescues your ass. And then he pulls you out and he's just like, wow, that was too close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> and it's like, what? That voice acting. <laughs> 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 yeah. Now, I uh, I was actually introduced uh, from the, uh, my uncle works at Midway. Um, he actually got number two. And he was like, guys, you have to play this game. We were visiting him, and he said it gave him nightmares, him and his uh, new wife at the time. And um, he's still married to her, by the way. I didn't know. I don't know why I said it that way. But <laughs> she was new. They were new at the time. The way you said it sounded like she was like wife two of five. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like. I was. I realized that. No, he had just married her. Is is what? What? It's the first time we went to their house since they were married. So like, it was memorable to me in that aspect. Um. But uh, he was like, "You got to play this." So he introduced us to both Tekken and Resident Evil Two on the PlayStation One. I already had a PS One. Cause, uh, but I didn't, I didn't play any of the Resident Evils or Tekkens or anything. So I, I got really into those two games while I was there, and we eventually got them at the house. But yeah, I was introduced to two, and that's where I started. So I never went back to one. And then I don't know why I skipped three. I just think there was other things I was playing. Three is uh, three is pretty good. It's just kind of it's shorter, and it's, it actually was initially intended to be a side story or like a spinoff game. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, well, we'll just make Resident Evil 3. And that Resident Evil 3 that they were making became Code Veronica. Uh, mm. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of stuff. The Resident Evil 4 that they started working on actually became Devil May Cry instead. Because they were like, this is way different. Yes, I do know about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of a lot of fun Capcom stuff. But... I want to watch you guys video game trivia off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will lose. I will lose. I am Probably. not. Probably. Most people I am lose not, trivia to him. I, uh, I know stuff. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I am not very. It's like if it comes up on a PlayStation topic, I'm out. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I'm just. I, yeah, I've always. I've had every PlayStation. I only play a few games out of it. I'm much more follow certain series and Nintendo and that's it. Nintendo's the only blanket one I follow. So yeah, that was that was my Resident Evil story. And uh, yeah, highly recommend it. If you haven't it like I think I think the Resident Evil remakes on like everything at this point. In Pretty time. much, yes. Yeah, you yeah. can you can play it. It's like twenty bucks. I recommend it. Alright, so Pan, your uh, third one. Also time out on me. I'll be right back. <laughs> sure. So fun fact, last night when I was texting uh, Vulgar Latin and trying to talk him into coming on the podcast, I accidentally uh, texted somebody from work uh, the list of games I was going to talk about tonight uh, because I was trying to explain the topic to him. So there's this, like, midway in our conversation, there's this out-of-context message about uh, Pokemon that uh, my coworker got. <laughs> nice. And uh, like after Vulgar, like Vulgar is usually very respo- very responsive to texts. After he didn't respond after like ten minutes, I was like, "Why the hell isn't he answering?" And then I look, and I realize I accidentally texted my coworker, and I just said, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. 
I texted the wrong person just now. <laughs> How I, did they I just, take it? Uh, he he's he sent me a text uh, at like six this morning. Uh, he just laughing at it. Oh, okay. Because it's not gotcha. inappropriate at all. It's just a weird out of context thing about Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so three... yeah, Pokemon. What? Okay. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, picture it, Nebraska, nineteen. It must have been early ninety-nine. No, ninety-eight. It was nineteen ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, we moved around a lot when I was a kid, and we just moved to this new neighborhood. And I didn't know anybody, but there was this nice girl who lived down the street, and my mom said it was okay to play with her. Because my mom and her mom talked, and I guess it was okay to play. So I went over to her house, and she says, Have you ever played Pokemon? No, what's Pokemon? Oh, it's a Game Boy game. Oh, the only Game Boy games I got is Tetris. And Mario World 2. Hmm. So, she shows me uh, this cool game with a badass dragon on the back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, it's this game where you, like, collect, where you, like uh, keep monsters as pets... And then you make friends with them, and they're on your team. Because, you know, we're like 9, 10 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how she's explaining it. So, uh, she lends me uh, she lends me her copy of Pokemon Red. And I commit the cardinal sin of borrowing somebody's video game, which I didn't know any better back then. But mm-hmm. uh, I started a new save file. No. <laughs> Oh, that poor old new friend. <laughs> yeah. Her name was Gina. I don't remember don't remember the rest of her name, but her name was Gina and she had an older brother named Jason. Cuz her brother mm. had Pokémon Blue. And uh I, you know, being being I was 9 years old at the time and I had only gotten up to like Viridian City at that point. Mhm. I wanted a Pikachu. Because that's what's on all the marketing. Yes. So I offered her brother my Bulbasaur for a Pikachu. Oh no! Well, and he was you like, "Played a Pokemon Yellow, yeah, before well, it was a thing." Oh, uh, yeah, where's Pokemon yeah. Yellow? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I traded, I traded away my Bulbasaur. Now, this was all on the save file that I had, had that I had was playing on after I destroyed his sister's save file. So none of it mattered. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like you know, she, I played it for like. A day, because she she lent it to me and then she wanted it back. She never actually she never gave me shit over de- destroying her save file. She was a good friend. <laughs> hmm, that's a really good friend. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, uh, I then spent like three weeks saving up my money to buy it. I did hmm. like extra chores and I saved my allowance and I uh, marched my butt right into Sears that still sold video games back then. And I bought a copy of Pokemon Red. I wasn't... I know what you're going to say. You can shut your goddamn mouth, vulgar Latin. I bought Pokemon Red because it had a badass dragon on the back instead of that stupid turtle. That stupid turtle can oh. kick the dragon's ass with bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> with... <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. The green dinosaur that no one ever saw just takes a little leaf and just... And that... The, the... <laughs> That turtle's dead. <laughs> no, that turtle See, can learn Blizzard, and he fucks up Gary's 
thing, and you can just start doing DX crotch chops while you just use Blizzard on his Venusaur, and he dies. Okay, I, that's fair. We're not talking like in trainer battles. <laughs> like, we actually have good moves. <laughs> oh yeah, Fortuan, Fortuan. I'll tell you right now, Vulgar Latin and I have been arguing. Uh, Bul- uh, have been arguing Squirtle versus Charmander for the better part of a decade. Squirtle's great. I can join as the Bulbasaur fan. <laughs> <laughs> there are Bulbasaur Yay. fans? He's number wait, one. Wait, I'm even wearing green and you're wearing red. <laughs> that's brown? Gray? Gray. gray. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my yeah. Turok shirt. Nice. So that's that's how I got into Pokemon Naturally. and started a. Uh, well, more than that. Well, I mean, oh, there was... I didn't see that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, it is a Metroid tri- Triforce. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's how I got into Pokemon. I mean, there was a brief hiatus from about night from about two thousand to uh, two thousand four or two thousand five, where I didn't play Pokemon because it was of the devil, and my mom knew about Pokemon. Mm, they evolve. Oh yeah, yeah, and Satan sent was them that... to corrupt the the youth of America or oh, some bullshit. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I was like, oh. I, I was more expecting the second one than the. Did she really care about the evolving part? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> she didn't know about that part. She also didn't okay. know about the ghost Pokemon that possessed the 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 spirit mediums in Pokemon Tower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lavender Town. Yeah. She didn't know about that. She just knew that the preacher said that Pokemon was sent by the was sent by Satan to corrupt the youth of America. Satan as a must Christian, be really bored. As oh, I a know. Christian, I would like to say that most preachers are shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no. I'm so, totally the- sorry, but like, I, it's very rare for me to find a church that I like. I, the, the one around here that I was going to before the pandemic, nah, I went there because it was close, not because I like what they were saying. So, uh, I didn't even have to do the whole Mission Impossible GameStop run to get a copy of uh, Alpha. No, no, I got yeah, I got Alpha Sapphire because it had an orca whale on the front. Oh, but um. I didn't even have to do the Mission Impossible thing. I just point blank asked my mom, hmm. why do you think Pokemon is evil? Why am I not allowed to play it? Like, we were in the middle of the mall. Mm-hmm. And uh, she didn't want to argue with me, so she said I could go buy it. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. The, the so, corner your parent tactic. Yeah. So I, di- I missed out on the gold, uh, on the gold silver generation. Like, I, I didn't play those until, like, like a decade afterwards, right? Our our, uh, our buddy Morg is in the chat. Uh, yeah, his favorite generation there, obviously. I uh, yeah. I've only ever played uh, uh, blue, fire red on an emulator, and black. Unfortunately, hmm. never came back. I don't know why. I like them, but just never did it. Well, it's the same thing over and over again, and if you're not invested right you don't oh no i love the, the same i love the formula i just uh i think i got to an i i captured an ice cream cone and i was like wait what <laughs> vanillas we can't we can't bitch about we can't bitch about modern pokemon designs og pokemon had a goddamn pokeball as a pokemon og pokemon had a fucking mime they're just like yeah. what are you what are you gonna do what what, what what's the what are the kids like mimes and a black-faced gypsy <laughs> 
purple face now. I know. Yeah. Um, so I actually had Pokemon on my list as well. So, uh, grade school me, uh, we're going to say fifth grade. So end of grade school going into middle school. Pokemon is a craze. People are talking about Pokemon. They are trading cards on the playground. They are doing all sorts of crazy stuff. My friend is trying to convince me to play some Japanese game again. And I'm just like, no, no, we've done now later on. Obviously monster hunter is the same thing. Some Japanese anime bullshit that I don't want to see. This is an ongoing thing. Friends trying to introduce me to anime bullshit. I don't like <laughs> then every once in a while I try it and I love it. <laughs> and then um, we'll, we'll make a weeb out of you yet. I like one punch. That's that's and cells at work. Is it Hawaiian? Is that the that's punch true? That I did like cells oh. at work. Sorry, what? Oh, the the one punch. Is it Hawaiian? Is that the punch that you like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the out he just gave me. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Um. So uh, uh, everyone, Pokemon's a craze. I'm like, I don't get it. What, what what's the thing? And then I see the anime on like a Cartoon Network or what whatever it was on at the time. And I'm like, wait a minute. Kids They're WB. Kids WB. There you go. WGN. Uh, and then I don't remember what the episode was. All I remember is it had Bulbasaur. I was like, they got fucking dinosaurs? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> like, so uh, we went on to another vacation to Georgia. Like I talked about with Monster Hunter. Um... On the way down, my brother and I both have Game Boy Pockets. Yes, Game Boy Pockets. We had been playing Galaga and Tetris and nice that kind of stuff. And we got it because, you know, it's a 14-hour car drive. So then we're like, we should try this Pokemon thing. I'm getting red. You're getting blue. Let's do this. We then get down to Georgia. Pokemon is a craze. It is sold out everywhere. I mean, like, it's just sold out. So we convince our grandma to let us do some work for her, which meant planting her garden in Georgia in the summer. So <laughs> sweating buckets, eating gnats with every breath in. <laughs> I hate Georgia. <laughs> Um, uh, we, we work this garden, we get enough money, the $50 it is to pick up, uh, both copies. We give our money to, um, the, uh, so my grandma was there with her boyfriend. So it would be her boyfriend's son's fiance worked at Kmart and we gave her the money and supposedly there was going to be a restock and it didn't happen and then she kept the money not like for good she kept the money just in case uh the next day the restock happened and she picked us up the copies and gave them to us when she got back from work the next day she was actually a really sweet lady i liked her a lot i'm glad she got out of that i thought this i thought this was about to take a dark turn no yeah no, no. she was she was the nice one in, in the bunch of people that i hated there <laughs> Um, 
So we got Pokemon, and we were super hyped. Uh, I picked Charmander um, because I didn't know you could look at the Pokemon and back out. I was just like, uh, that one, and I went with it. Uh, Bulbasaur is actually my favorite, so I did a new playthrough pretty soon after where I picked Bulbasaur. Uh, and then my brother always stuck with Squirtle. Good man. Good choice. Um, Solid. If, if I remember correctly, I could be <laughs> wrong. He could correct me later on and be like, no. No, no, I totally did Charmander. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I, we just, that's all I did that, that whole vacation. They were like, don't you want to go outside and play? No, no. Why would I ever want to go outside here? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> but I played Pokemon and I watched Iron Giant for the first time. And that was, that was a pretty good summer. It was one of the, the few enjoyable times in Georgia. <laughs> Even though there was a lot of suck around it, the having Pokemon and the Iron Giant to watch was pretty awesome. I, I, I talk a lot of crap about those trips. It was nice spending time with my grandma. It was really awesome. A random child has appeared. Yes. And she went to the Look, even the, even the dog's confused. What just happened? Oh, Wait, no, did man. she did she did she come in to tell you that she had to get up and go to the potty? Yes. Oh. Yep. Well glad we're all on the same page then. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that was my Pokemon story. Fell in love with it, played it forever, then I found Monster Hunter and I dropped it like uh old news. Up until later on. I mean I've I've played all of them, but I've been a extremely light player of Pokemon since. And then, as uh, people know, you don't know this, um, Vulgar, but uh, I now RP in Pokemon. I now play as Bug Trainer Cham. Uh, Cham being my real name. Oh. Or nick real nickname. And uh, I, I only catch bug Pokemon, and I try to IV and EV train them up to the max and make the most ultimate bug team and still get squashed by one bird Pokemon. And it's all good. Oh. I, I would play Pokemon like an idiot. Uh, looking back as a kid, I would just like, oh, Rick Candy's just level up a Pokemon? Well, I'm just going to give it to Squirtle. Oh, this mm -hmm. just does raises stats? I'm just going to give it to Squirtle. And so, like, mm -hmm. I ended up with, like, I have a level 85 Squirtle <laughs> Blastoise, <laughs> and then I have a Farfetch'd. God level help me. Level 12. <laughs> <laughs> he flies. Yeah, I figured out real fast that uh, Psychic was broken in first gen. Mm -hmm. And I was the reason that all the kids in our neighborhood had a rule of only one Pokemon, like only one copy of a species on your team. I... Because oh. I did, I had Charizard and five Alakazams. Uh, no, <laughs> that's so rough. Oh, man. Um... Wow, I would have never thought of that. Like, I was always like, I got to hit all the types. So, like, I remember. Oh, no, 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 PVE. I totally did that. But, like, when I went, when I went to square up against the other neighbor kids. No mercy. I had Charizard. I had Charizard and five Alakazams. Strike first, strike hard, no yep. mercy. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I had. The... I'll be right back. I got to go help her get back in bed. Sounds good. Yeah, I had the 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 Squirtle, and if the Squirtle didn't like, I I basically soloed like Iron Man with the Squirtle, up until Lieutenant Surge, 
And thankfully, Lieutenant Surge is a big chump if you just have a geodude that you just find in a cave. Or a diglet, which you find in the cave 30 feet from his house. Yeah. I, I went with geodude because I watched the show, and I was just like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Lieutenant Surge? Yeah, no, the <laughs> geodude stayed in the team, by the way. He earned his spot. Yeah, I, I'm a bad Pokemon trainer as an adult and a child. Mostly as a child. <laughs> Blast. What are the games you got to talk about? What's your next one? Well, uh, let's stick with Nintendo. Let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at one one, right from the beginning. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, we'll go with that one. Uh, it is probably. I, I imagine that I have played the earlier Mario Brothers. There's no way that I didn't. But the one that probably is in the like in my mind the most is Super Mario World. Super Mario World, I've played so much of this game. Uh, I can still probably, if you were to just drag me out and just give me a Super Nintendo with Mario World and just like beat game, I could probably <laughs> do it in like an hour if I've <laughs> given given my druthers. It's it's great. It just left such a big impression on me. I can't remember the first time I've played it, but I cannot remember a time when it did not exist in my entire life. Uh, I would have had it at like three or four years old. And yeah, everything about that game. It is a it is a masterpiece. And I've played the, the earlier ones. Uh, Mario, the original Mario Brothers, the arcade ones, that's fine. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, that's pretty good. Two is... Uh, Three is awesome, but World always gonna always gonna pick Super Mario World. Uh, yeah, and then I kind of fell off because I don't have any Nintendo stuff. Odyssey was fine; I liked that. When I was uh, when I was little, and we moved around a ton, um, we had a SNES, and um, it was always like number one priority for us to like get our SNES hooked up to the TV, like. You know, we we get moved into the new place. We're like, Dad, you got to set up the TV. We got to get the S- we got to get the SNES uh, hooked up. And then, like, my brothers and I would just play Super Nintendo. So he would actually just wait to hook it up so that my brothers would help move in. I didn't have to help. I didn't have to help move in because I was four and a little girl and yeah. not good for moving furniture. Now, Super Mario Brothers, uh, that one's yeah. We, I think I I had the base one. And then we also had the uh, All Stars. That All Stars yeah. one is—it's that's class. It is with the Lost World and Super Mario Two. Heck yeah, we got both the Mario Twos. Exactly. Yeah, we have the the Lost World, which is good, and then the other Mario Two, which is there. It's fine. I have not. Uh, believe it or not, my first game I ever beat was the uh, Doki Doki Mario Two. Huh. That's, yeah, I I think I've beaten that one, too. Like, in college, I really went through and, and just did them all, and then did the alternate ones, but uh, my mm-hmm. pick was Mario World. That's the... Mario World is Yeah, no, I perfect. figured. I figured. That's the better one. It's the... <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. It's, uh... Yeah, I, I would still say it's probably one of the best games on... 
on a Nintendo platform, I'm going to call my shot. Not my favorite Super Nintendo game, but up there. It's okay. hard It's hard to beat. I'm not going to say it because uh, Donkey Kong Country, just they, they stopped making them. But Donkey Kong Country 2, best game on the Super Nintendo. That's my called shot. I think it's it's damn good. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I didn't play the Super Nintendo a ton, mainly because I had older brothers who did play it a lot. Mm. Both Steve of y'all firstborn bastards. You, you gotta get yourself some Donkey Kong Country 2. Uh... Donkey Kong Country is still alive and well. Tropical Freeze was amazing. Even though it's been a long time since that came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they, they exist, but I don't know. They're not as good. They're but not as good. The rare but the rare ones are... Uh, better. Yeah. The first mm-hmm. one's aged a little bit worse, but two two is where it peaks out. Three is fine. I just three like, is crazy. Three but, is just... If you ever look into Donkey uh, Kong Country 3, it's just insane. Because, like, all other platformers, worlds have, like, here's the narrative of the world, we're introduced to a mechanic of the world, you play a couple levels, you mix it up a little bit, you end testing all your, your knowledge. Scrunch that into every fucking level of the game, and that's Donkey Kong Country 3. New mechanic, every level. <laughs> Y'all want to have a snowball fight with a snowman? We got you. Yep. That's a boss fight. You throw snowballs at a snowman. Uh, what's this thing? Boats! What's K. Rool's thing? He's a scientist! He's a mad scientist. Yeah. He's a mad scientist king crocodile. Yes. Yes. I think it's yes, Dr. K. Rool. Mm-hmm. Po- is it Dr. King or King Doctor? You know, I don't think they actually used the king. I think he I'm dropped sure. king. I think he. I think we dethroned him, and in exile, <laughs> he became a pirate. And after that didn't pan out, he tried medicine. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he became a pirate. You're right. <laughs> he did. That was it's, too. It's a little. It's a little confusing because he starts on a pirate ship, which directly transitions into Donkey Kong Country Two, because the ship crashes when you beat him. And the crash ship is level one of Donkey Kong Country 2. Yeah. So. And he's, st- he's still a pirate in Donkey Kong 64. He's a king as well. He's yeah. full on king. And you have to go he's in. He's the pirate king. Yeah. And you have to he go in. the other pirates to vote him in. And you have to go into his shoe and fuck up his toes. It was, it was kind of cool that, like, you're thinking about it, like, Donkey Kong Country 1 had um, that cool transition into two and then in three it was like hey um here's dixie kong and we're gonna throw her in a canadian lake oh and she has a (laughs) baby brother named baby or kitty kitty his name was kitty kitty kong yeah donkey kong countries donkey kong is kind of a shit protagonist if you think about it he got captured in like two-thirds of his games And he mm-hmm. wasn't even in Donkey Kong, the arcade game. That was cranky. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all know that bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Donkey Kong, not, like, aside from, like, Smash Brothers, he's very rarely playable. 
It's true. Very true. Although he is playable in both Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze. So is Cranky. Cranky you can play in Tropical Freeze. Cranky's broken. He uses his cane as a pogo stick. How that works, I don't know. DuckTales, man. all spikes are nothing to him. Yeah, you go... All spike... Pogo sticks help you traverse the world. That's how Scrooge McDuck taught us in, back in the day. <laughs> we, well, all DK characters were captured at one point. Not true. Dixie was never captured. Nope. She made it out. Thwarting that stereotype. And Kitty was never seen or heard from again after Donkey Kong Country 3. I assume he was euthanized at the end of 3. I just... <laughs> 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 I think he might be tiny. I would hope he's tiny. Like he changed his name. And from 64. No, Tiny was his older brother, I think. Right? What? Or younger brother. They say he's actually his brother. One one of the two. It's so weird. Yeah. They just they're all over the place. Rare was just really weird about DK64. Like it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But the choices of characters in that game are bonkers. <laughs> but they just picked characters that would help fit in the rap, which was clearly the, the peak of the entire series. Oh, you missed last week. <laughs> uh, two weeks ago, but yeah. That, the, that's right, two weeks ago. Yeah. Fortwan did a DK-style rap about... Uh, God, what was it about? Yeah, about the Year about 2004. 2004 video games. <laughs> Revolutionizing shooters like it ain't no thing. <laughs> no coconuts, guts. More... They fire in spurts. <laughs> if it shoots yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna hurt. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> DK. <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> I love that rap. Sorry. All right. So, uh, so I assume that was your number four. Yes. Okay. So Super Mario. Mario World, we were way off track from we, Super Mario World. We we've diverted. We've lost. We've we've exceeded um, the orbit of Mario World. I, I have one. Uh, I have one addendum to Super Mario World, and it exists in the modding scene. And I don't. I haven't played it. Another thing for a topic next week. But but I don't want. I can't talk about it next week because I never played it. Everyone should watch Kaizo Mario runs because Kaizo Mario is fucking insane. So essentially, do you know what Kaizo Mario is? Either of you two? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I watch GDQs. They have them all the time. Oh yeah. Educate so, me. Kaizo Mario are ROM hacks of Super Mario World. Well, they purposely make it like frame perfect, brutally hard. Yeah, it's. That sounds like Devin would know about that kind of thing. It's like some of those are real rough and uh, exist to kind of show off some of the weird tricks and different mechanics that Mario doesn't teach you about. Uh, it's right. They're nuts. They are nuts. They have all sorts of crazy like. Oh, what do you, what do you call them? Um, like custom things as well. Like custom codes, but they uh, most for the most part they use the exact like Mario mechanics to do the moves and stuff. It's just insane. It's like triple tur- uh, turtle shell jumping and stuff like that. Like where you kick a shell off a wall, jump off of it, grab it again, kick a shell 
off a wall like it's like really like frame perfect tricks that they actually ask you to do and stuff it's it's insane um just six days ago on the games done quick channel um the summer gdq just happened so which is the fundraiser event they do for awesome games done quick Two two runs. I looked it up while while I was talking about it. Storks and apple uh, storks and apes and crocodiles is one of the mods, and someone finished that in almost an hour. And let's give up is another uh, Kaizo Mario. Let's they did. let's give up seemed really hard. Yes, I watched that one. It was yeah. I didn't watch them live. I watched them after the fact. It, it looked pretty. Uh, pretty uh insane yes so there you go super mario world all right pan number four all right so um the uh the next game i wanted to talk about is uh the harvest moon series i've mm-hmm. uh i've made very i've made no secret of that on this podcast that I'm a big, big fan of slice of life farming games. What got me and, to play a few of them, and I enjoyed my limited time with them. I did not finish yeah. them, but I enjoyed the time I did with them. Yes, I'm sure this is the first you're hearing of this vulgar Latin. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, slice of life farming games, uh, Harvest Moon uh, '64 was my first entry into the series. Uh, like I said before. You know, I had that N64 that I saved up and bought, and uh, after my uh, horrific experience with Superman 64, I decided to be a lot more choosy about my video games that I buy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I I had several games on my 64 at this point, but, you know, I, uh, I had a hot $35 burning a hole in my pocket, and that tells you how much a new game cost back in the, ne- back in the late 1990s. Because we were in the Walmart, and I'm looking at the that glorious shelf of video games, and I see this one, and the box art looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And that is the bar, that is the threshold for uh, video game purchase decisions, right there. We we did a whole episode on it. Yeah, and, yeah, and I talked about this game back then because mm-hmm. this box art, it's you know, it's this it's this little chibi farmer guy with a with a hat and his dog running through town. And I just thought that art looked so interesting. And what even is the what the fuck is a harvest moon? That sounds like some kind of like old fat. That sounds like some kind of old fashioned fairy tale adventure. Yes. I was wrong. But that's okay, uh, because I was wrong in a wonderful way. I uh, bought that game, and you know, it was like a thirty minute drive from Walmart back to my home because I actually lived in the middle of nowhere. And I read through the instruction manual, and I read all this. Art, I read all these little backstories of all the characters in the town, and I uh, I kind of learned about this game. This was not some sort of whimsical fairy tale adventure. This was a game about inheriting your grandpa's farm, and making a life for yourself. That's cool. I can I can have fun with this, hopefully. Yeah, I stayed up till three a.m. playing that game. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, we got home. We got home. And uh, I basically played it till dinner time. Then I, you know, I ate dinner and I helped did the dishes and stuff. And I played it some more. Then my mom told me to go to bed. So I laid awake in my bed till I uh, heard her go to bed. Yeah. Till I heard, uh, till I uh, didn't hear anyone walking around upstairs. Then I snuck back out into our living room because our living room was in the basement. And then I played it till 3 a.m. Nice. Yeah. 
And uh, it's great. Harvest Moon 64 uh, is the game that inspired Stardew Valley. So if you're a fan of Stardew Valley, I very strongly recommend you find some way to play it. It's kind of expensive to uh, find a cartridge of it. Um, for sure. I, yeah. Now, a friend of mine like collects video game cartridges, and I think he said it's going for about 60 bucks on eBay right now. Um, but you can find it on the Wii U Virtual Console, and there are other uh, less pay-money-to-Nintendo ways to find it. Awesome. But, yeah, Harvest Moon 64, uh, it's a wonderful little slice-of-life farming game. Um, just so people know, if they want to go back and listen to that episode where Pam talks about that, that is How to Sell Your Game in the 90s, Hunter Step episode 153. So. Yeah. This is going to be, what, 174, I think? Something like that. But, Why not? um. I just look. I have okay. That. 173. There you go. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, since we're on this, the topic of the Slice of Life farm games, the. The whole thing that gave me the idea for this for this topic tonight was when I was uh, I was talking to Fortuan a couple weeks ago about my first experience playing Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, so I, I I had heard about Stardew Valley in the Harvest Moon community for quite some, for like a year and a half before it came out. Like the Harvest Moon community was hyped as hell for Stardew Valley to come out because. Uh, well, there had been some legal disputes with the Harvest Moon franchise, and mm -hmm. you can look it all up in Wikipedia if you want, but there hadn't been a decent Harvest Moon game in, in some time at that point. And uh, the community was really itching for something to play, and there wasn't the explosion of Slice of Life farm games. There was, because cause Stardew Valley started that. So, anyways, you know, I hear... Like, three days before Stardew Valley came out, the developer, Concerned Ape, said, Alright guys, I'm just pulling the plug now. Or I'm pulling the trigger now. I'm going to release it. It's never going to be ready to my perfection in any reasonable time frame. So I'm just going to release it now. Hmm. So then became like a like a three-day countdown to it. And I, I, I told my husband, we were, we were kind of poor back then, so I, I saved up, you know, I, I spent the 20 bucks to buy it. And, uh... My my husband preloaded it onto my computer for me while I was at work, and he went out to like the liquor store across the street and got my favorite beer. And when I got home from work that day, he like had a beer poured in a poured in a glass in a cold glass for me. And he had the game like preloaded, and he's like, "Here you go, have fun." Steve's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I started up, and then there's that cinematic of you like you know the the opening cinematic of Stardew Valley where you're like slave, you're like a wage slave at this Uber corporation. I love this cinematic. I love the fact that there's a skeleton in one of them. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. Yeah, and I just like I start drinking that I start drinking my my pumpkin beer. That's that's what it was. It was a pumpkin beer, a Sam Adams pumpkin beer. Mm. I just start drinking it, and I'm just, like, crying because I'm playing... I'm finally, like, playing a decent Harvest Moon game. All from the intro, you knew it was decent. Awesome. Well, no, yeah, and it was it was just wonderful, and the music was great, and it was, oh, it was perfect. Oh, yeah. That, that, in, that title's music is so good. Up and yeah, I have, yeah, I have it all on vinyl. <laughs> Up until I played Stardew Valley, the only Harvest Moon I'd played was an emulator of the, the Super Nintendo version. 
and yeah, it, it blew me away. I didn't know there were others afterwards. I was just like, this. nobody ever talked about Harvest Moon. I was just like, what's this weird farming game for the Super Nintendo? Yeah, it was... Yeah. N64. I had the but Super yeah. Nintendo. No, it was, it was a Super Nintendo game. Oh, okay. I had this, yeah. Hmm, I did not know that. I thought it was only 64. No. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> hmm. It's... Yeah, I can't recommend that. Uh, Stardew Valley. No, Stardew Valley exists. It completely blows it out of the water. There's no reason to go back to that version of Harvest Moon. It just, well, it's totally yeah. unfulfilling. The the other thing is that um, Harvest. Well, if there's any like deep cut Harvest Moon fans listening, they're about to murder me. But in my opinion, uh, Harvest Moon Magical Melody on the GameCube is basically Harvest Moon on the SNES, but better in every way with additional mechanics and more fun stuff. Mm. Like it's the same story and the same characters. I, I'm so mad. Arrgh. I've I've gotten I've gotten yelled at on Reddit for that opinion. You get yelled at on Reddit for stating facts. So <laughs> I just <laughs> like <laughs> That is a that is a good poster uh, thing. I, it's my vinyls. I only, oh, that's right, yeah. I only do the uh, board game, thank you. <laughs> we have that, too! Have you play, Have you come over to play it? We have that. No, I would love to. Sounds, yeah, we have it. Sounds lovely. Chamuel looks confused. Yes, there's a Stardew Valley board game. We have it. Nice. I had... I The only video game crossover board game I would have had is the Monster Hunter one. But they wouldn't take my money. So, I won't have it. <laughs> I literally tried to buy it. Yeah. Wow. I used to be fairly into board games. I don't see enough people in person to be into board games. <laughs> well, I had a very, like, uh, Burgess Meredith time enough at last thing with my uh, board games where I was like, oh, this pandemic, I have all the time in the world to play all my board games. And I was like, no, you can't. Because <laughs> you need people. And then my glasses broke and then I couldn't read. Ha! Oh no. The Twilight <laughs> episode? The Twilight Zone episode? Oh so, no. Fun fact, the board game collection behind me Vulgar, uh, so, sorry listeners, you can't see the impressive number of board games behind me. Many of them are Dominion. Yeah. But, yeah, fun fact, uh, we used yeah. to co-own a, an incredibly massive, uh, video, or board game collection with Vulgar Latin. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I don't know what the, what the count was at, at its peak. Easily in the hundreds of board games. If I have those pictures of when we did the breakup, I'll have to... Oh, yeah, it's on. Fa I've got it on Facebook. Yeah, there you go. You just post that. Just like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, when uh, I've when, seen those pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I showed them to <laughs> I've showed them to uh, Fortuan before, but yeah, we had to we had to break up the collection because the the board game room was an entire room in our apartment, and uh, well, we we had a small child who needed his own bedroom more than we Fair. needed a board game room. Uh, I, I don't no, see that's... it, but sure. So I we mean... had to break up the collection. <laughs> Yeah, kid, kid and dog. You know, kids mm -hmm. and dog. I guess I should say. Yeah, 
So as, yeah. As we have many, many, sees. many, many board games. A lot of mine are in the closet. They should games. feel free. They should feel free to be themselves and not be afraid of your judgment. Oh no, they can come out of the closet whenever they want, but it, uh, it just has to be the right for them. Mm, gotcha. They need their their time to grow. Yep. <laughs> uh, I will. I am ashamed to say that I own exactly three board games, but one of so, them yeah. isn't even a board game, and I love it. And it's called Munchkin, and I love Munchkin. Oh yeah, it's, oh we've, we've, we have munch. Do we have Munchkin? Oh, oh, we got you, fam. We got oh. some fucking Munchkins. Do you want to play Munchkin? And I love. Do you want to go down? Do you want to go to war? I have. Do you want to go to war? I don't have <laughs> all of the expansion. I don't have them no all, sane. No sane I, person has all the Munchkin. Steve I Jackson do have, doesn't have all the Munchkin. <laughs> true no i'm talking about the <laughs> vanilla munchkin expansions not munchkin zombies not munchkin star trek not all that just vanilla munchkin um that I ain't believe- even some crazy munchkin no we got i think we had uh, cheat with both hands and clerical errors because i thought that the title clerical errors was hilarious dude i have-, have so much bullshit munchkin <laughs> I have cheat with both hands, clerical errors. There's one that has like druids and and rangers and stuff, where you get the you get to adopt the monsters as, as your own team, um, whichever the one that. Oh, uh, something riding it too, like it's a play on the f your horse and whatever. The horse you rode in on, or something. A, yeah, something like that. Um, like I just I I love Munchkin. Um, I will say I have a board game that I have yet to be able to play. I've not even opened it. Oh, yeah, that's that's. Oh, crazy. my stars and garters! <laughs> that never happens. Such a crazy story. Whoa, wow! Oh, when you have surprise. three, when no, you have no. three, <laughs> it's a bit of a different thing, Pan. Okay. Mild but shock. No, no, you can't read is... it. I guess, but <laughs> happy little dinosaurs. Happy little dinosaurs. I still have the sleeves to put the cards in. I actually saw it on Facebook, like a Facebook advertisement, and got it. And um, I own Myth, and Myth isn't even at my house. It's at my friend Brian's house, and we still—I've ha- owned this game for six years, and no one knows how to play it. It's a Kickstarter I backed for over two hundred dollars. It's so complicated, we haven't been able to play it. You don't say. <laughs> I don't. Why? Why would you call us out this way, Fortuan? Why would you call us out? Why would you? Why would you attack us so? <laughs> How am I attacking you? I'm attacking Myth. It's too complicated. (laughs) You guys have Myth? Is that the problem? We have... We we have so many bullshit board games that we've never learned how to play that we backed on Kickstarter. Oh. There's so many of them. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. God. Oops, I'm sorry. It's not like I uh, spent it's not... a whole bunch of money on Twilight Imperium, the third edition, and never played Twilight Imperium. Or it's not like some hey, dumbass. Hey, Eclipse! I have played Twilight Imperium. I know that one. I have a story about Twilight Imperium. So or... I don't know what edition I played, but we had a bunch of people over 
for a New Year's party. And this was supposed to be, it was my first time playing. Um, and this is the New Year's, not before the pandemic, but before that one. So. 18 and the 19. Yeah, 18 and the 19. Um, I know that I was playing some sort of race that had ships that could shoot across star systems. Like, it could shoot two spaces. Yep. But I, I, I played I played the long con and just, like, conquered, like, a few areas and just sat on them and turtled. Because that's what I like to do in strategy games is turtle. Right? So, uh, we I almost won. I was one point away from winning. But there was such an argument between other players that everyone quit. Everyone rage quit. And I lost because everyone quit. No, that's... I'd say you won because everyone forfeited. That's also true, but it was kind of like a null set. Everyone was just like, no one wins. It's all I, kind of I, like, That's what they all agreed on. Well, like, they can agree on it all they want. But yeah. I played as actually it... Turtles, and we controlled Space Congress, and that's how I won. Democracy. Was that the Turtle Race? There was a race. Is it the Turtle no, I don't know, but I literally was a race of turtles who were good at diplomacy. I think that might be the race I was because I think they are the ones that can shoot two two spaces with their special ship. Yeah, I don't know. I never used the ships. I wanted to be good at space congress. No, I I set up I sped up I set up the perimeter and then I did space congress. Like yeah. I I I protected my space congress. I, I, I you know what, vulgar you and I. You and I would get along. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine. <laughs> Anyways. It's video games. Uh, <laughs> um, Fortuan, the, the story of backing some bullshit board game on Kickstarter, and then it turns out to be really fucking complicated, and you play it once, or maybe never. It's a common one. I have a closet full okay. of games I've never played. I'm sure they're great. Okay. This so, this wonderful this wonderful view of all these board games behind me is like a physical representation of my Steam library. A monument to all of my sins. <laughs> the uh, the unplayed the unplayed Steam library. Except yeah. except I, I I will say that like I've I've played most of the games at least once most of I will not say I've played all of them once most mm. of. You haven't played Space Hulk. He gave that to us as a wedding present. <laughs> no, I didn't. We played Space Hulk! We played it once back during the quarantine. I, I didn't give you Space Hulk. I bought Space Hulk for Steve, but uh, it was a different one. It was... Uh, the someone s- Someone gave us Space Hulk as a wedding present, I thought. I gave you a different 40k game that wasn't necessarily Space Hulk, but I also gave you Space Hulk. Hang on, Steve has something to say. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no, Steve some, is... I need uh, some popcorn. Steve's doing something. There's some. There's that some. one. Yeah. Horus Heresy. That's the one. That's the one I bought. Yeah. Yeah, we've never played that for sure. We've never played it. We did play Space Hulk. We did play Space Hulk, and uh, Steve won by bullshit. That's how most most but, board games. But anyways, go. video games. Yes. Um, so, uh, Harvest Moon 64, 
Yep. And Which, Stardew. Yep. Is that like a combo or is that That's two? a combo. That's a combo. Two for Okay. I got one more. I got one more. Sure. Um I actually because of what you were saying, replaced one. Same here. One. Um I was gonna talk about what's on my shirt, Turok. However, I love Turok. It was a cool story how I got introduced to it through a gaming magazine and blah blah blah. But it's not as interesting as the one that I'm going to end on now. <laughs> um, so Diablo. Diablo is not this one. Not this one. But Diablo is a good story. And it is similar to how Turok was introduced. I was subscribed to PC Gamer when I was a kid. Um, and we're talking like 7, 8, 9. Um, when I was 8 or 9... Diablo was featured in a magazine. This big, like, PC Gamer spot of, like, four pages. And I was like, this looks amazing. And I wanted it. However, being a kid, I didn't have a way to buy it. Also, it was uh, one of the few times where my parents said, that's too violent for you. One of the few times. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, just gotta wait for the day. So I had uh, I had some money. Uh, I waited two years to be able to play. Now keep in mind, Diablo two had already come out. This is post two thousand. I think two thousand, yeah, two thousand is when Diablo two came out, and then two thousand one is when Lord of Destruction came out. If I'm not mistaken, um, I late two thousand, I was able to get Diablo one on my computer. And I played the shit out of this game because I had been reading about it and reading all sorts of things online about how awesome it was for two years. <laughs> like, constantly just obsessed with this game for two years that I wasn't allowed to get until I finally was able to get it. And then I played the shit out of this game. And it was, uh, it was one, I think it was my first online game where I actually had to interact with people and stuff. And uh, it was... I was part of the whole whole thing. You know, the hacked items, the duping, the the stealing people's duping items. That was not me. That was a friend that did that. <laughs> that uh it was hard to it's hard to be friends with someone who would constantly get his account banned and never get to play with them. But so like I uh I I just I, I don't know. It was like it's not like on paper to me, it's not a super interesting story, but like the fact that I just sat on this game for two years, just like pining over it for so long until I was finally able to get it. Um, and then when I got it, I just fell hard. Of course, I'm still a big Diablo fan. I still talk about it. I went on a rant last week with Morg about how I want to do an ARPG episode, but I never can because Pan won't play him, and Morg didn't play him at the time. Morg's not with us anymore, and like I just I wanted to play it. Can Hades be counted as an ARPG? Almost. Almost. It okay. plays like one. It does not have the loot like one. Okay. Never mind. Oh. Uh. Don't you have a phone? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just go out there and twist the knife. Uh, well, actually, Diablo 4 is looking amazing. I I am super hyped for Diablo 4. Um, 
Got into a little bit of Diablo 3 recently, playing with the kids. The kids and I have been playing Diablo 3 together every once in a while. Um, not this weekend, though. They are much more interested in Minecraft again. My boy loves watching me play Hades. It's a fun game. It's super flashy. Um, I can understand. He says, he says I want to watch that show. That show. Hmm. I, I like it. I like Hades quite a bit. It, an ARPG plays like Hades, but you get random loot, kind of, in Hades. You don't... You have, like, a set of random abilities you get in Hades versus, you know, here's the multitude of, like, uh, calculated items that could be in Diablo. Diablo, Like, randomized stats, numbers, affixes, all crazy amounts of randomization. And also entirely random uh, levels, whereas Hades, you have, like, a level set. Well, their layouts are random, so Hades is very close. I will say. It's closer than I was thinking at first, but... Okay. You could go with Minecraft Dungeons. That's exactly like my, uh, Diablo, but worse. <laughs> there are... Uh, I was saying this last week. There are some great ones that if you want to get into, like I said, um, obviously Diablo. Diablo 2 coming out soon for uh, Switch and everything, the remaster. Mm-hmm. Um, Diablo 3 is a great one to get into as well. Um, and I would say of the other ones, uh, if you're looking to get into them, Grim Dawn is great, and that's what I've been playing lately. Titan Quest is probably better to get into because it's less complicated. And the same mechanics of Grim Dawn, just less mechanics. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, Victor Brand both... was pretty fun. That was uh, similar. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty. And uh, apparently, Wilson is doing better. Although Wilson was quite a botched launch, but yeah. Oh, and the Torchlight series. Oh. Torchlights are always decent. I don't care for them too much myself, but um, Torchlight is. At least I enjoyed my time at three, but I was the only one playing it, so. Um, so yeah, Diablo. I don't really have much to say. I've talked about that story a couple times on the show. And it was just eight-year-old me wanting to play a violent video game. Of course, <laughs> uh, The Butcher was insane. Uh-oh. I think we Bye-bye, Devin. <laughs> Vulgar. Um, to, uh, to explain, Pan, um, you don't hear any monsters talk until you see The Butcher. So... Sorry. Open up the door. You're like, we lost your video. We saw there we go. Oh, there, you oh, there he is. Yeah, it like Discord decided apropos of nothing to just hard crash. Ooh, okay. Well, at least you're still recording, right? So, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. So uh, I was talking a little bit about the butcher. Uh, the butcher being like the one of the memorable early parts in the game where you're just like, hey, I'm just a lowly adventurer. I'm gonna open this door. Oh, fresh meat. <laughs> and you're like, ah! <laughs> uh, the, uh, car- if you guys need to watch it, uh, there's a Carbot cartoon that does Diablo. It's called Diablo. And it's a really great series of just like animated things. Uh, they do, he does Starcraft and Warcraft, but, uh, the Diablo series is by far hilarious. And the butcher scene is exactly how everyone reacted. He's like, uninstall, shut down the computer, hide under his bed. Like, it's just hilarious. Um, So, yeah, so uh, I guess we're on to our final one uh, for Vogler. 
yeah, so I've been having to to to, to go through. I I've decided to go with because y'all stole some of mine, and I didn't want to repeat because I was like, ah, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll talk about Doom. Oh, I'll talk about the Elder Scrolls. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fortwan and I both talked about Pokemon. It was fine. No, I know, but I was like, I, I gotta come out the gate. This is my this is first time guest star, and I gotta come out the gate with five, five bangers. So, yeah. uh, I mean, they've been pretty good so far. So, I'm gonna talk about a game that I played on PC uh, 2001. Late 2001. This is uh, it's a game about uh, it's a game of it's a it's a plot of revenge between a man and his ex girlfriend in a huh. sleepy little <laughs> town spicy. called Liberty City, and that game is Grand Theft Auto Three. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Three ah. <laughs> is um, yeah. The first time I played it, I believe we got it off of Bear Share or Kazaa. Or some other illicit means, because my dad did not like to buy things that he could get for <laughs> free. And I think that the statute of limitations has ran out, and you can't prove anything, so I don't want to hear it, cops. <laughs> so, uh, we got Grand Theft Auto, and I have played so much of the uh, of Grand Theft Auto 3. I, I don't think I could ever go back to it. There's so many quality of life improvements that they've added over the years. But man, is that game good. Even yeah. though it doesn't have as great of a soundtrack as the other ones. Or motorcycles. Or helicopters. Or functional airplanes. Or tanks. Oh, no tanks. No. Uh, <laughs> it was... Yeah, it's... It's good. And, and also, the map's mm-hmm. really confusing in, in Liberty City. Uh, I got lost it a is. ton. Uh, and no GPS or anything, because it's 2001, and nobody had that. Uh, yeah, that was there, there was nothing like it, I, I don't think. Uh, you know, just the, the open-worldness, I think, it really revolutionized that part of it. The fact that you could just grab a taxi cab and just like, oh, what do you want to do? You want to just start taking fares? Sure, mm-hmm. why not? And while it's not my favorite anymore, it instilled a love that has persisted even though uh, I don't really like 4 and 5. But yeah, it kept me going. Those first three, 3, Vice City, which is probably my favorite because the 80s theme Mm -hmm. is just awesome. San Andreas, top-notch games. Top-notch. Okay. And I don't know why my parents would just let me play games when I was very, very not the age range. Because I could pick up prostitutes. My, uh, I famously uh, showed my mom that you could get a prostitute, have her get out of the car, and then beat her to death with a baseball bat and get more than your money back. Yeah, because they have money too! So... The value. She was, she was like, "Why are you allowed to play this game?" I was like, "I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. You're the adult." <laughs> I was like, "I just shrugged." I was like, "I don't know." And Dad's like, "It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, don't kill prostitutes, son." <laughs> see, a lot of a lot of these times, see, see, I, I wasn't like a t- 
totally unrestricted, Pam. Like my mom was always like, "Why? What is this? What? What? What are we doing here?" And my dad, who had a little bit more of a freedom as a child, was like, "He's a good kid. It's not going to be a problem." My like, dad, my dad will had the, my dad had the the thing of just like, "Well, don't do it." And also, look at all those people in the loading screens. Do any of those people look like happy people to you? Exactly. And that's that's <laughs> that's, that's some sound logic. <laughs> Do they look happy? Like, <laughs> oh, he's boy. right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's so Grand Theft Auto Three. I uh, I enjoyed Driver a lot because of like Grand Theft Auto Three had that crazy like. Oh no, the cops are flipping on their cars and stuff, and like you can get into these crazy wrecks and stuff, and that's why I got into Drivers because Grand Theft Auto Three, and then Drivers stopped being good after Driver One. So Driver Two was legit. That you could get out of your car. Driver One, you were locked into your car. Driver Two, you could I get wanted out. to be, I wanted to be locked into my car and have seventeen cops try to kill me. It was hilarious. It it is a lot of fun. Driver One was good. <laughs> So I wanted more of that, and that's not what Driver Two was. So, no. and Driver Three is uh, a footnote. <laughs> yep, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yep. uh, so, Pan, what's your final one? Uh, so my final one, uh, it's going to be Age of Empires. Oh, were you converted by some man saying "Wololo"? No. <laughs> That's a murloc. That's a murloc. It's true. <laughs> I did do a murloc versus a. Uh, uh, what are they called? A, a priest. Monk. Monk is in two. Yeah. Oh. See, I've been playing two with my brother off and on lately. So. Yeah. So, uh, Age of Empires one came free on Windows back in the day. Did it? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. It came free on Windows, and uh, I am just, you know, I got the family computer. I'm just clicking around. You gotta, you know, program, start programs, games, Age of Empires. What the hell is that? I'm gonna find out. And I click it, and there's a cinematic, whatever. Click through it, don't care. Screens, uh, you know, cutscene, don't care. And then I just, uh, I just, you know, campaign mode, go. And I'm, uh, I'm in this, uh, honestly, that starting scenario is hard as hell, and I had to look up a guide on game FAQs how to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, I just, uh, I'm in this game, I'm in this game where, like, I gotta build a village, and I gotta kick the shit out of this other village, otherwise they're gonna kick the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm having a good old time playing it, and my mom comes up behind me, and she sees my caveman swinging this bone club, beating the shit out of another caveman, and making him a bloody mess on the grass. <laughs> she says, what are you doing? I'm like... I'm playing a historical game. Oh, okay. Carry on then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. to see here. Nothing to see here. Yeah, uh, this is a historical war simulator game, Mom. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the Japanese versus the Greeks, Mom. Hated, mm. heated rivals. They hated each other. <laughs> Uh, a, l- a little bit of a what? But okay. <laughs> I don't think Mama. they fought. 
Um, My mom bought it, okay? Okay. I mean, also, statute of limitations, like the previous one. It's you know, ages ago now, right? <laughs> ages of empires. Ages of, yes. At least, at least a couple of ages ago. So, yeah. And I, I get super into this game where, like, oh, man, if I just research Bodkin, you know, if I just research this and that and this and that, then I can kick the ever-living shit out of them. And, oh, my God, is the Roman phalanx just unstoppable. Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, you're not the first person that thought that. <laughs> they thought that in Gaul and uh, Spain. Yeah. Not so much in Britain. Assyria. Yeah. Persia. Greet Macedonia. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And uh, man, that was a whole lot of fun, and I played the crap out of it, and um, loved it. And then eventually we got a new computer, and this version of Windows did not come with Age of Empires, and I was sad, and I had to go buy a copy of it. And I bought a copy mm. of it, and I wasn't allowed to install games on the computer without permission. Oh. So I had to ask my mom to install it. She's like, well, what is Age of Vampires about? And I'm like, it's not Age of Vampires, Mom. It's Age of Empires, and it's a historical game. Well, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Well, after I install it, I want to watch a couple minutes of it to see if this game's okay. Okay, Mom. You know, she didn't remember she'd previously approved this game. <clears throat> and uh, so then we get to it, and we get to the opening cinematic where it's like these two armies charging each other and like hacking each other to pieces, and she decided that, that game was too violent for me. Rough. That is Rip. rough. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, so, uh,. I waited a couple days, and then when she was out one day, I asked my dad to install it, and I showed him how it was a war game, and he thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> cool dad coming in. <laughs> well, yeah. He he didn't know that my mom had disapproved it, otherwise uh, I, I, I chose to omit that piece of information. That's yeah, funny. Course. He doesn't know. You, know, you don't need yeah. to volunteer yeah. information to somebody. That's Yeah, they should have coordinated better. Anyways, uh, then Age of Empires 2 came out, and uh, I, I thought my mind was blown that they, they, they just made it better in every mm -hmm. way. And then with Age of Empires 3, they dropped the fucking ball so hard. I started with Age of Mythologies. <clears throat> oh, Age of Mythology is fucking lit. I know. That's where I started, and I am going back to Age of Empires 2 with my brother occasionally. I suck at 2. I suck so bad. Uh, 2 is... I am such... I am such bad at turtling. It's just not a good thing. It's a bad habit that I have in the, every RTS. The Koreans and the Byzantines are best at turtling. Well, they have boats the that turtle real good, the Koreans. Yes, they uh, do. They have turtle boats. The problem, <laughs> we play on random. It's just a rule that my brother and I have. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah I think do. you said that last week, actually. Yeah, it's just like, it's just the thing we do because like we do it in smash brothers we just play random because like if you just like beat your head against each other with your best characters all the time it gets boring and you get mad at each other and then you know it's a rule we've had since like high school so now we just do randoms and it's fine um but you know we don't play a lot of competitive games uh anymore so yeah do y'all ever play rise of nations no Oh man, I think it took it took the ball from Age of Empires two. It grabbed it, mm -hmm. improved upon it, 
Uh, I would highly recommend that one. It's I think that one. Uh, I've heard the, about it. Yeah, Rise of Nations was top tier. Was a top tier uh, RTS. Had borders and stuff too. Like you, you couldn't yeah. build outside of your border. You exerted control over an area, so you had to fight over it. Oh yeah, that's uh, what Northgard does. You have to claim areas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all I, your stuff. I love that about Northgard. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Okay. Alrighty, so uh, I guess I'll 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 finish up with uh, my last one, and I changed it away from Turok, like I said, to Octopath Traveler. And Octopath Traveler is a wonderful Switch now PC game. I think it's on everything now. It's on Xbox. Um, yeah. Uh, get a hold of it where you can. I don't I don't care that it was Switch exclusive for a time, but I got it when it was Switch exclusive. Um. I went through a very dark time in my video game career called uh, Divorce with My Wife, and I lost all interest in video games, and it's called Severe Depression. Um, I had had this game on pre-order before that happened, um, and I was looking forward to it, I think. Uh, I just like sort of crashed hard on video games. I was just like, it doesn't seem interesting. I got so many other things going on. But I that was also my way to unwind and relax and i kind of took that away from myself but so i was just making myself more and more stressed out and da 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 so then um i am going to my family's house to run a one shot for a D campaign and i get there i get there the day before hang out with my family um have the girls with me for the weekend and um this is when I was still living away, too. I hadn't moved back yet. Um, and then I boot up Octopath Traveler because I had just got it. And I just wanted to play it before. Uh, I ended up having to do a lot of things, so I just left it on the title screen to begin with. And as I'm doing things, uh, trying to get ready for this D&D thing, I'm just letting the music play. And eventually, there's just, like this thing welling up inside of me. Just like this, this just like... I was like closed off to games, right? And then I was just like slowly like a blooming flower. I was getting excitement for a game just based on the music. And it was just like, this is so awesome and so hopeful and that kind of stuff. And it's one of my favorite games now. And I just played the crap out of this game. We had a guest bedroom that I was staying in because she was still living with me during the divorce process. And I was... In that guest bedroom, just like this with the Switch, like, I love this game. Like, all the time when I, like, when I was home and not doing chores and stuff. Like, it was just like, Octopath Traveler awoke the love of video games all over again. And it, it saved it all for me. It was such a good game. And I played it, and then I actually ended up uh, doing it for the podcast. Um... Uh, for SideQuest, which was the earlier version of Bickering Bucks. And uh, so our little video game book club thing. And I love it. Uh, I actually still have it in my... I have like a uh, like a carrying case for my Switch that I don't use. But I keep all my games that I want on ready in it. All my physical games. Because it's got those little tiny Switch cartridge sleeves. Yeah. Octopath Traveler has never left that sleeve. Because... Uh, even though I switch them out constantly because I'm always in the back of my head. I, I should play that again. I don't, but I should. 
<laughs> like I, I've not beat the quote unquote final boss. There's actually, it's really cool. I don't know if you guys ever played Octopath. I think Vulgar, you you mentioned it was on Xbox. It made me think you did. No, it's uh, probably not my cup of tea. Just knowing how I play games, but oh, it's a yeah, it's a JRPG. Yeah, uh, turn-taking combat. They mix it up a little bit. There's some extra mechanics in there that, that make it more interesting to me because JRPGs are not my thing either. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, anti-weeb here. Stupid anime bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, stupid anime bullshit. But um, they change it up, um, like moves that cost multiple turns and stuff like that. Or sure. you store up stuff. And uh, so it makes it a little more strategic in that aspect. Other than press button to attack... You know, like Pokemon, right? DVD menu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the the crazy thing is that the stories in this game, there's eight separate stories because each character has their own story beginning, middle, and end. And it was actually kind of cool to me that they all had their own stories that kind of converged in some ways. And you got to travel this world and just learn. It was very, it felt very wholesome. There is a final boss that once you have beaten all eight stories that you can that they sort of all converge on this plot or whatever that finally ties everything together that I never did because it's optional. It's like optional endgame content that I just never did. But it's fantastic. And I like just like I had pre-ordered the game because the art style and I ended up loving it for the music and then playing it because I just I needed something to, to get me back into it. So there you go. That's Octopath Traveler. I can't wait for a project strategy game. I was just thinking about that. When the hell is that coming out? Uh, it's probably a long ways out. I would say at best next year. Yeah. Because it's the yeah, same I was, people, I was same art style. I that. Yeah. Like, was like, like, what is it called? Like, strategy? That's, that's such project, a place. Project Triangle Strategy. Project Triangle Strategy. Yeah, it's such a placeholder name. Such a placeholder I, name. I don't know. I think that name will sell. You put that on store shelves, that's, boom. That's kind of what they did with Octopath Traveler. They were like, that's a placeholder name. They said it in the Nintendo Direct. This is a placeholder name. We're not using this. They and used then they it. did. Yeah, they used it. So, okay. Well, I think that's uh, that's our 15 game introductions. 16, because Pan had a twofer. But it's all, co- it's all good. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, I keep wanting to call you Vengeful. It's no, not Vengeful. No, no, no vengeance. Vulgar. Yeah. Yes. No, thanks for, thanks for he having me. He is not me. vengeance. He is not the knight. I'm sorry. We have Vengeful Torture that is a friend of the show. And now we have Vulgar Latin. And it's just like the two are very similar. And it's tossing my brain. I am sorry. It's all good, man. But thanks for having me. Uh, I want to plug my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now now is the part of the night where we tell you to tell us your social medias or plugs or whatever. I don't have any social medias because I'm boring. But if you do want to uh, listen to a podcast about Xbox achievement hunting, which is primarily my bread and butter, uh, we have the mm-hmm. Achievement Hunting 101 podcast and also the Achievement Hunting 101 Discord. We do mm-hmm. a lot of giveaways and stuff 
uh, primarily Xbox PC focused, but uh, sure. it's a good time every Thursday. Come out on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I, I might tune in. I'm, I'm, I, I am. I'll, I'll throw you the link, I would man. label myself as a completionist gamer, but sure. I don't. I don't go hard into it. Um, thing is, I don't play Xbox. <laughs> Wait, That's the only problem. We we have we have stuff for the other uh, other other things as well. So, uh, but yeah. Xbox achievement hunting is kind of like we're. It's a niche. It's a, it all started. Yeah, it's, a, it's where it's, it all started. It's a very niche sub community. Sure. It's like speedrunners, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> Considering the I don't I don't think you've known, but there's been a lot of drama with Monster Hunter speedrunners, so oh, I kinda have to doubt that. We a lot lately. Yeah, we yeah. oh we find stuff. It's it's fine. <laughs> um that being said, I just for me I just don't like I don't even like it when they say it in AGDQ. It, it annoys the hell out of me. They're like, oh, when you're doing your casual playthrough. We're like, no. It's just not fast. It's yeah. Not fast doesn't mean casual. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this is like... Uh, yeah, we just, we just we hunt achievements. Uh, yeah, I'm the... What is it now? West, first in Nebraska in terms of gamer score and, and encroaching nice. on the top 150. In the in the United wow. States and top four hundred in the world, I do not have that. Um, <laughs> I was very into achievement hunting when I had my three sixty. I will tell you this: this has been a goal he has been working towards for many years, almost to a million, um, almost. Ha- ha- I- being there, like when I was when I was doing it, I understand it. There's a reason why I drove myself crazy on, on Stuntman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play a lot of those games because uh, I was an enthusiast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I did not play Avatar The Last Airbender The Burning Earth because of my enjoyment of the franchise. <laughs> mm. Unfortunately, we were all duped into watching the the, the live action movie. <laughs> I didn't? wasn't. No, you didn't. No, uh, I never watched that. Yeah, don't, don't. I, I don't even like. Sh- I don't even like Shyamalan. Like, I don't. I don't like his normal movies. And then he did that one, and it's just like, ooh, boy, you really he's got a new bullshit movie coming out. Oh yeah, he does. What a twist! And it's. it's <laughs> It's got another twist, probably. It's about people who go old on an island. It makes you old. Yep. Yeah. It's called That's old. Right. I forgot what it was. Because, like, yeah, it's come up on YouTube ads, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Steve and I went to go see Black Widow in theaters last week. Uh, and, yeah, there was a trailer for it. You know what? Post-pandemic, I was hoping to go back to see things in theaters. We lost our movie theater. I haven't seen anything because there's no ability to. It died? Yeah, it died. Now, granted, I will say, having a Danbury die, not really a bad thing in my book because Danbury cinemas can go fuck themselves because they are terrible (laughs) as a chain. But I do... I am remiss... How Danbury killed three theaters in my town. Three separate theaters died to Danbury. 
because Dan Barry did aggressive pro- things to weed them out. Yeah. And then Dan Barry dies, and now I have no theaters. And uh, yep. Similar situation. Do? Similar situation for us here in uh, Nebraska, except it's a different company. And also, thank God they didn't die. Yeah. No. Marcus Marcus Theaters is still going. I don't know if they're going strong. Uh, Mr. Marcus, who does he does this commercial before every movie? He seems good. He is. <laughs> oh, he is gaunt like a skeleton in his new post-pandemic commercial. Oh. Oh boy. Yeah. But that that is way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> now I the next time I see a movie, I will have to drive an hour to Columbus. It will have to be a thing. Oh Ugh. man. So, I ha- yeah I have to go home to streaming. A major oh that's how I watched Godzilla. Uh, H- H- I got HBO Max so I could watch Godzilla and Mortal Kombat, and I've not touched the service since. <laughs> hey. hey, you got you got Primal and uh, Harley I've Quinn on there. Go watch some I, Space Jam. No, that's jam. true. I did watch Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, and I I, I do need to watch Space Jam. I do need to start watch watching Space. Young Justice. Young Justice, man. I okay. I have got caught up. I had a lot a lot of YouTube backlog that I want to get through. Uh, and then I started watching a bunch of things on Netflix, like real true crime stuff. But that's good like stuff. Uh, forensic files is oh, the one yeah. on netflix i've been watching it's like early 2000s like with that really great narrator I, he's he's dead now yes um um but i i i'm a middle-aged white woman forensic files is my jam uh, forensic files is I, my jam. Not, I, I, love forensic I am files. i am a middle-aged Native American Caucasian, and I love that, that stuff too. So, <laughs> uh, male. I did. I forgot to say male. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I can watch that all day. Unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I have so many things on the Netflix queue right now. But when I'm done with those, I have started watching the '90s Batman original series, and I plan on going through all the Batman stuff on HBO Max. I'm not getting rid of HBO Max. I'm just putting okay. it on the shelf because I have a bunch of other things I'm watching. Well, uh, Steve and I just got done rewatching Young Justice, and uh, it's it's one of the better superhero cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's not the best. It's not Invincible. I see. That's the thing. But, is I can't watch Invincible. I've been right, talking right, right, to my right, right, friend. Right, right, right. I've been talking to my friend Brian to sort of go up and visit and watch it with him. Uh, I don't know if I can binge it in a weekend with him, but I do want to watch some. I of did it, at least. Well, anyways, Young Justice, I would say, is the second best animated uh, superhero show. Yeah, I never watched Primal. I know Ace said he had watched it recently. Primal's amazing. I don't, okay. I don't watch TV uh, <laughs> much. Yeah, he's just achievement hunting. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all he has time for. It's, you gotta keep up with the numbers. I mean, I... bump those numbers up! I was there. I talked about this. A Pan knows about this, but I was... Uh, in, in a game, just a game, I had a, a short stint where I was eighth in the world on Transformers War for Cybertron. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was eighth. And I, I I couldn't keep it up, dude. It was so much stress and so much time <laughs> gaming just to stay eighth. Like, hey, I got Don't mad. worry, it happens to most upset. guys. <laughs> like, 
to, to try to keep up with achievement hunting at that level, I cannot do that. So, kudos to you, man. Uh, thanks. I used to be top I... 20 in risk. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, definitely check out uh, Vulgar's podcast. Achievement uh, Hunting 101. Yeah. Wherever uh, podcasts are found. Follow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow follow me on Twitter, at Hunter Sub Pod. Um, and also that's the same for Twitch. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. Um, and next week we'll be talking about video game mods that we've been pseudo talking around um, all week. And we'll probably have another guest on. Um, we haven't figured that out yet. Uh, we are in the process of getting a new full-time co-host, but until then um, we will uh, we will keep rotating in because a three-person conversation is much better than a two. <laughs> it's not that they're yeah. undoable, but uh, having having a back and forth is 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 fine. But you have to be on point the whole time. Fortuan and I spend ten minutes talking about our likes and dislikes, and then we're done. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, we have a lot to talk about, Pan, but it is very much like one person talks and then one other person talks. We need that third party to sort of interject. So thank you so much uh, for being that third party. Uh, glad I could be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Alrighty. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.